You're a fucking sex symbol. Welcome to another bloodtastic meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. We are a podcast. We are an internet community. We are a podcast internet community where we talk about all things horror, a lot of scary movies, but also true crime, uh, Jack the Ripper, terror readings, um, exorcisms, anything that we want, really. But today, we listen to you because we put out, interestingly enough, a summer poll. <laughs> And this one, and I, I think this totally counts as summer horror. I agree. I mean, she's wearing a tube top, so. <gasps> I didn't dress accordingly. I meant to wear a tube top for this. Oh, that's nice. Guys, it's not, I'll wear a tube top next time. It okay. won't make any sense in the, con- Wait, maybe it will. I don't know what movie's next. I know what movie's most likely going to be next. I wanted to wear a tube top and blue eyeshadow. You can do that for sleepaway camp if it wins. Oh my God, do you think it's going to? It's, yeah, it's lead in the pack right now. Okay, we have another poll that's rolling right now on our Patreon. It's probably going to be closed by the time this episode comes out. But if it doesn't want, if it doesn't win, I just want to give a big thank you to my sleepaway camp recommenders. A lot of people <laughs> recommended it for the summer poll. Um, and they're like, when is Kate going to get to do sleepaway camp? Never is the answer. Never. <laughs> but I'm blowing each of you a little kiss for being on my side. It's so crazy how me and Kate have literally no idea how people are going to vote on these polls. Like we always no. are like, oh, everyone's going to vote for blah, blah, blah. And then it always, always loses. Yeah, It does. And ever since we told them about the first movie rule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do literally I do a random generator this time and I do a random order every time because I've gotten burned. Now we have no control. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten burned. <laughs> well, this movie X. Was um which which won by a decent amount I think didn't it Yeah it did mm-hmm. It was up there with like I can't Jaws got like no votes I was devastated. I know I, well you I, thought I Jaws was going to win on Jaws Yeah I did You thought Jaws was going to win. win I thought I know what um what is it called I know what you did I last know summer. what you did last summer was going to win Right Um and House of Wax was close Yeah Kate picked Wicker Man Um Jaws and I know what you did last summer and then I picked three which was X and um house of wax hell yeah yeah and then i feel like one more i can't remember it's gonna have its turn soon yeah yeah house of wax you're coming all of them are coming soon because of our second chance polls which i really enjoy so if we didn't pick a movie that you really wanted to pick it's not too late it's never too late so go on our patreon it's the nightlight horror movie club patreon you can find it on our website which is nightlighthorrormovieclub.com you can go there that's where you put our polls um and you can vote on whatever you want to win. Or you can just yell at me from wherever. But Instagram is probably your best bet. Whenever I post little stories on Insta asking for themed recommendations. But 
I'm happy X1 because I haven't revisited this movie since I first saw it when it came out. And I really wanted to revisit it before Maxine, before the third movie in the X trilogy comes out. Ooh, yeah. I have never seen this movie before I had to watch it for today. And Wait, really? Yep. And I will say I'm a little bit bummed that I saw Pearl first. I feel like oh. I should have seen this first and then Pearl. I will say, okay, so if you guys aren't familiar with the X trilogy, it's Ty West um, who has done, who he did X, this movie that came out in, uh, let me, I think it was May, May of 2022. Yeah, I got it right there. Got it in, was it May? March. Oh, March. Men came out in May of 2022. Mm, mm -hmm. Last year was a real good year for horror movies. I'm just saying. (laughs) Really good. Um, So mm, X came out in March of 2022, and it got hit by um, COVID when they were in production for it. And so, like, towards the end of production for X, there was a COVID shutdown. Um, and during that time, Ty West, the director slash writer, worked on Pearl, which is the second movie in the trilogy, but is a prequel to X. Mm-hmm. And um, n- now we have... And then whenever he c- they came back to production, they finished up X and then immediately started on Pearl, um, back nice. to back. And so Pearl came out in September of 2022. So same year. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hella impressive. Yes. Um, and now we have Maxine that's coming out sometime. They're filming it like as we speak right now. Oh, there's um, no like release date. That's oh, okay. not that I could find. Not yet. But it's it's in production. That's going to be the, the finale of the trilogy, which follows a, a character in this movie and X. And at the end of the episode, I am going to talk a little bit about what we know about Maxine, mm-hmm. about the up and coming movie. I'm very excited about nice. that. But yeah, I, I saw these um, when they came out. So I saw them in the order of you nice. know, X and then the prequel Pearl. And uh, it's a different it's a different viewing experience it watching it after you've seen Pearl, because Pearl is a character in this movie. Right. Right. And there's, the villain. <laughs> there's throwbacks too, um, to yeah. Pearl's life in this movie. There's little things that are really fun. And it that was a very fun part of watching this movie was it's it's definitely really hard because it's technically a sequel, but it's also a prequel chronologically. So when you watch yes. it, they have little things and you're like, were they planning to put this in the sequel or did it just happen this way? Because I guess it was them making them at the same time. And so yes, they had a exactly. lot of overlap. But it was definitely, I will say, a little bit harder for me to watch this after I've seen Pearl because Pearl is so iconic and so amazing and so different. Very different and very differently received than this movie because we talked. And one thing I do want to say before we move on is um, a spoiler warning, spoiler warning, but not for Pearl. We're not going to spoil anything about Pearl. We're not going to spoil anything about Maxine. Not that I have anything to spoil, but we will be spoiling X. So if you want to watch <laughs> yeah. this movie, good luck finding it. I had to pay for it. If you got Showtime, you're good. No one has Showtime. I know. <laughs> I had to pay five whole American dollars to watch this movie. I'm always down to just freaking buy it on Prime, whatever. It's never as fun as like going to the store and like, you know, go to the video store and like rent a movie and get some snackies. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. like the ceremony is gone. So all it is is like click a button, my bank account going down. (laughs) It's not as fun. Yeah, you're right. But it was it was worth five dollars. That's all I'm going to say so far. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say if it was worth more than five (laughs) dollars. At least $5. At least $5. (laughs) 
Um, a quick thank you to the person who recommended this movie, which is EdB182 on Instagram. We love you. Thank you so much for recommending this movie. Also, other people too, though. Yeah, who? A lot of other people. Because I went back so Tell many me. people. Every time we have a poll and this sort of falls into something that the poll could be, people recommend this movie. So we have... Really? Yeah, we have Kyra Girl 16. <gasps> Taddy, Thanks, Kyra. I don't know how to say this. Taddy Divyak, <laughs> Derek Ward 13, and then the apparent botanist who also recommended Hell House LLC when we covered that. Hell yeah. I recognize the Instagram name. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people. A lot of people wanted us to cover this. Man, I wish I had known that before I put all my chips on Jaws for no reason. <laughs> this one took me. I didn't think people would want to talk about this one, but I will say, um, just because Ariana always goes through like the Rotten Tomatoes and the reviews and the critical reception. And I know very little about the critical reception of this movie, except I do know uh, approximately what its Rotten Tomato score is. Oh, okay. Okay. Not on purpose. It's because if you rent something from Prime, it just like shows you. It shows you the IMDb score though, doesn't it? No, mine, mine popped up on the, maybe it's my TV or something. Oh. It just showed me. Oh no. I watched it. I know because normally um, I don't use Prime. I can stream it somewhere and I can find it. Right. Um, but I use Prime and then it was like, this is how many tomatoes it got. And I was like, shit. You're like, damn it. I wasn't supposed up. to know that. I like. Don't tell me. I like using Prime because if you pause it, it'll tell you who's in the scene. Who, yes. And I love that. You know, I love figuring out cast members as i'm going i'm like constantly googling like who these people are and what else they've been in yes so that's See, one i'm the opposite oh, where really? I, I i i hate that because it takes me out of the movie oh okay. i'm like i don't i know it's yes we all know it. it's britney snow but right now she's not <laughs> right now her name is wait what's her name it's a great name bobby, bobby lynn, parker. lynn parker oh my god that's I not britney snow bobby that's lynn. bobby lynn <laughs> Amateur adult film star. Oh, girl, we're going to talk about the cast of this movie. Oh, so good. The cast. Yeah. Amazing. A plus yeah. to the cast. Mm -hmm. A fucking Kid Cuddy. Are you joking? Kid, Kid Cuddy's Cuddy. in this movie? <laughs> That's my boyfriend. How'd you get him? He's crazy. He's one of my boyfriends. Is for he sure. sometimes your boyfriend? Sometimes. Sometimes. He doesn't know it. <laughs> but he's, sometimes he's my... Sometimes. That's one of my favorite lines. I love lines. that line. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Kid Cudi. I'm going to talk about Britney Snow. I'm going to talk about Jenna Ortega. Randomly. <laughs> Girl, you're too young for this movie. I know. It's so weird watching Wednesday and then watching this. It's like, wait, you're not a child. I'm confused. Wait, you're not in boarding school? Because <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. No, You know what? I'll get there when I get there. I don't want to spoil too much in the beginning. But uh, a content warning. Sex and murder sex and murder sex and murder everyone's like i'm into it so are They're we like, i'm listening that's why y'all picked it yeah we're here for it as well but if we had to go for you know there's sex there's murder more prominently i would say than other movies as this is about porn like, <laughs> porn, porn literally <laughs> like but before I, I guess before home porn was a thing back when you would like go down to like See you next Tuesday in Piccadilly Circus and <laughs> watch your m movie with a bunch of strangers. Wow. I can't believe people used to do that. That's so awkward. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That sounds so awkward. And because this whole movie, it's like people are going to do this in the comfort of their own homes. I'm like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, they better. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. 
<laughs> you have to by law, right? <laughs> Different times. Wow. But if you had to pick like a genre for this movie, because we'll, we'll talk a little tiny bit about Pearl. Pearl is a very different movie than this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. Because when we were recording Pearl, you had told me you hadn't seen X. Right. And you, I, I was like, well, they're completely different movies, different yep. styles. And you're like, really? How? Mm-hmm. Now I now, know. Now you know. How now would you I describe know. the aesthetic, the differences? Yeah. So obviously Pearl is very theatrical and colorful and of the time that it's meant to be in and picture the influenza pandemic right and this movie is a little bit more traditional of a horror movie i would say in that it's like darker and grimier um so and it's definitely not like idealistic and you know unreliable narrator sometimes like this movie is not like that at all no it's 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 more of a um a classic ensemble right group of young friends show up and bad things happen. Bad things happen to them. Yeah. So that's whenever I was picking a genre, <laughs> there's one movie that comes up a lot when people are talking about X. And so Texas my genre chainsaw. that I picked for this movie. So <laughs> this is the sexist chainsaw mass- massacre. <laughs> the sexist chainsaw massacre up top. That's all that it is. That's all I can see. It's like literally Texas Chainsaw, but then it's amateur film, adult film stars. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. There's also a lot of psycho. There's like a psycho reference. There's a shining reference. There's a lot of um, homages to old classic horror movies, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed. I loved that. Yeah. But ultimately, though, I had to pick a genre that was hard to say. I know what you're going to say. Do it, though. Porn (laughs) horror. <laughs> Amazing. If it's not impossible to say, it Amazing. doesn't count. Amazing. What other movie is is porn horror? Mm. Name one other horror movie that's about making porn. Um, I guess none. Pearl. I guess Pearl has. I'm one. afraid to Google it. Right. <laughs> Pearl. They're not making porn in Pearl. No, they have. They have a scene where they talk about hey, making por- porn. They though. sure do. Mm-hmm. There we go. Counts. So it counts. anything by Ty West, essentially. <laughs> the genre is Ty West. Ty West. Yeah. <laughs> but I just porn horror, which sounds like you're Australian and you're trying to say, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. We just have been in, like to chew on those syllables. Porn horror. Well, what'd you pick? You got something better? I picked sci-fi. <laughs> bitch what are you talking about because amazon prime characterizes this as sci-fi and i was okay. like is this a joke like as someone who's not seen this movie before when it literally lists <gasps> sci-fi as like the first oh, no. characters i was like what could this movie possibly be about i'm like she's waiting the for the whole aliens time the waiting whole time. for the fucking aliens <laughs> or some shit no they just fucked it's up not- it's not a sci-fi. It's giving. It's giving when Netflix categorized Babadook as an LGBTQ yes, that's movie. That's exactly what happened. What Someone getting. fucked up somewhere. That's not what it is at all. Oh no! If you're looking for a sci-fi, you're and you and you and you're not looking for gore, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> you're gonna have a real bad time. <laughs> a bad it's time. Not sci-fi. There's nothing science fiction about it. Mm-mm. I would say alligator horror. Hell's yes. Geriatric sex horror. 
You know, I found a, um, it's funny you say that. I found a, well, first of all, give me another movie. The Visit, I guess. They don't really have sex though, right? No, they don't, do they? Geriatric I was like, did I block that scene out? No. (laughs) There was one that I saw. It was an essay that someone had written about this movie. And it was like, hold on. Oh, wait, I thought about geriatric sex. I have one. The Shining, when the old lady is like meant to be kind of sexy. (gasps) Oh! Where she's like sexy and then the old lady. They're like blending. They're like blurring lines. Yes. And, the, and and I thought about that scene in that movie, yeah. but I did not put them together afterwards. Because I, I think both of those scenes I try to block out. Scary, <laughs> naked old ladies. Texas horror. Oh, Texas for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's set in Texas, yep. which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Not filmed in Texas, though. Where was it filmed? Oh, New, New Zealand. Zealand, of course. <laughs> yeah. New Zealand. That's where... Um, Pearl was filmed, and I assume where Mac- Maxine is going to be filmed. Yeah. Or is being filmed. Psycho Bitty. That's the one I found. Oh. Which I didn't like it. <laughs> Why not? That's it's, a good one. It's about um, depictions of women specifically, and it's like aging elderly women that are like portrayed as like these monsters, these ghouls. Like Psycho. Psycho would be another. Okay. Sure. And I'm like, I think that you... Um, Saw this before you saw Pearl, for sure. I can tell this essay was written pre-Pearl. Yeah, absolutely. But again, we're not going to spoil anything for Pearl. But I would say, Ariana, what would you say? Would you decide, if someone was getting into the X trilogy, would you tell them to watch X first or to watch Pearl first? You guys definitely have to watch X first. Okay. And I feel strongly about that, but I don't want to tell you why until the end. (laughs) Until the end. Until the very end. Definitely Pearl second. X first. Pearl second. Because mm-hmm. I, I had seen I had seen this movie when it came out. And I don't I think interestingly, this is what I would do. I would do X Pearl X. <laughs> but yeah. I watched That's a, a lot point. of horror. But if you can do it, yeah. I would do X Pearl X and then you're ready for Maxine. You're right. Because I've never been more I forgot about Maxine, who's like the protagonist of X. Right. And gonna be the protagonist of the the finale, the final movie. I had completely forgotten about her because Pearl, which is all about just Pearl and before Maxine is even born, is so good and so mesmerizing. Mm -hmm. And I almost like I miss her as a character. I do as well. And I think that's part of what I want to talk about at the end. It's like hard to go from Pearl to X. Yeah. As someone who did not see X first, there are some things that you can appreciate in X having seen Pearl. So I do agree with you. I think it's important to watch them in that direction. But I also think that if you watch Pearl first, X is going to be a little bit of a letdown. (gasps) It's funny you say that because the only thing I know on accident is the Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. And I didn't look up X's Rotten Tomatoes, but I did look up Pearl's Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know what they are? For Pearl? Well, for X. Do you know what X got? Yeah, I do. I do, too. You can say it. (laughs) Well, I mean, we could do it at the end. (laughs) Okay, fair. But I will say, um, you know what? Maybe we'll we'll, we'll combine them at the end. How about that? Okay. Sounds good. Because I don't want to taint other people who are just getting into the trilogy. Yeah. But I will say that whenever I first watched X, it was more traditional. Yeah. Still avant-garde, 
and very different and a little and bolder, mm-hmm. but a more traditional type of horror movie in that it's more of a slasher. Slasher would be a genre. Yep. Slasher. More than sci-fi. I think someone was scrolling and <laughs> they were clicking like meant a drop to hit down. Slasher and, and they accidentally meant to hit, hit slasher. sci-fi. <laughs> God, I feel so bad for all the people who got this recommended after they watched like Arrival. Right. <laughs> They're like, this is different. <laughs> They're like, when do the aliens show up? When are they going to stop having sex with each other? Are the aliens (laughs) making them do this? Smashing each other's heads. (laughs) Never. They never stop. (laughs) Hence the content warning. Well, okay. So you know the, you know, their critical reception, blah, blah. But do you know budget? We're going to be talking budget Mm. today. And I'm so excited because we just covered men and men came out in the same year was also a lower budget movie. It came out in May, whereas this came out in March. Pearl came out in September. And I know the budgets and the return on investment for all of them. Damn. Actually, I don't know the budget for men, but I'm pretty sure it's like under a million because <laughs> I can't find information. So that usually means under a million. It's less, yeah. I don't know. 40? For the budget? <laughs> Did you say 40? I have no idea, Kate. Tell me. <laughs> 40. Girl, <laughs> one million. How much? One. Uno million. Oh, okay. Uno million. And that's the same budget as Pearl. Oh, yeah. I forgot Pearl had and a really low budget. I forgot. Very, because you also like swung for like <laughs> 80 with Pearl. To be honest, every time we do this, I immediately forget the numbers that I say. So I can't recognize <laughs> a pattern and make good guesses next time. <laughs> It's great because then I'm always sh- the shock and awe. You can never get it right. <laughs> I have no idea. If you got it dead on every time, it would suck the wind out of my sails so bad. Or if you like over overshot it or undershot it. Did they do this for $8? I'm like, no, it was a million dollars. But that's very low. Wow. But I did. There was a line in the movie that I really like because Ty West is... Um, he's done a couple of movies. So he's a director writer of this movie. He obviously Pearl Maxine, The House of the Devil. I don't know if anyone else has seen that. I have you not would like seen it, that. Ariana. No, I haven't you seen it. You would like it. Ooh, I, okay. It's on Shutter. You have my login I information. Do. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. Um, but there's a line that I really liked. I didn't write down the exact line, but from the cinematographer. Oh, quote, I know what you're going to say. The, yeah. The one in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the whole movie is about a group that is making an amateur trying to be professional porn movie. And it's extremely low budget. And the person who's filming, the quote, quote, director, who takes himself very seriously, he is like, it's this low budget avant-garde creative editing that I'm going for. It's really good at disguising a low budget when you like make it very artsy yeah. and avant-garde. Amazing. And then the whole rest of the movie, you you notice Ty West splicing the movie and editing it super funky. Oh. And I'm like, oh, very cool. It works. Yeah. He's right. It is a good tactic. Yeah, definitely. But with a budget of one million... I'll give you I'll give you men. I'll remind you of men. Men made eleven point two million. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say at the box office. I'm gonna say twenty-five. I wish. Oh, fifteen. Fifteen point one. Wow. Pearl, do you think higher or lower? Higher. Lower. Damn. Right? <laughs> I right? Oh. And I don't know if it's because we just love Pearl so much and we're so like defensive. It's and, just so we, I don't different. Know. Yeah. It's so funky it's so different. different. Um, but Pearl, instead of 15.1, which is what X made, Pearl made even less than men. It made 10.1. Oh, wow. Damn. That's crazy. I know. I know. But it didn't stop him from bringing out Maxine. So I'm excited to see what happens with 
the third one. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, oh man, I don't want to give away my feelings on this movie. So I'm going to stay quiet. Never mind. <laughs> Haven't you though? <laughs> The word disappointed was tossed around. <laughs> I just, I wish that the third movie was more about Pearl. Like, I wish there was more Pearl in the third You're movie. You're also not, and she's not going to be in it because it's I not know. about her. Well, yeah, she can't it's be in it. It's all about Maxine. She, she can't. She is an old lady. She can't be in She's, it. yeah, ancient. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, she's not going to L.A. to make a porn movie, which is no, what Maxine is about. I don't think Pearl would cut it over there. I've heard it's pretty <laughs> tough as an actress. <laughs> did we do a movie teaser? Oh, my God, we didn't. I just kind of babbled about it briefly. Ariana, <laughs> Ariana, give us the tease. I got I got a few teasers for you. Hit me. One goddamn fucked up horror picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a direct... That's the final line That's the final of the line. movie. It's so good. Mwah. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's also true. Yeah. My second teaser is, it's like The Visit, but not a terrible movie. <laughs> it's not at all like The Visit. What's wrong with you? Listen, the fact of the matter is, she's just not going to step down from the bat if she can swing at The Visit. Old <laughs> she's people, not going to. horror. It's a similar vibe. We hate The Visit. <laughs> You hate the visit. I think it's mid. I liked it. Eh. All right. I have a real Eh. teaser, a real teaser for you guys, which Kate already kind of went through. But in 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. I think that's perfect. <laughs> and what a cast yeah. to be fighting for their lives. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mia Goth, oh, our queen. Love her. Amazing. Yeah, I we was so confused because I had remembered from our Pearl episode, you had told me that she plays both <laughs> Maxine and the old lady. Yes. And I was so interested to see how they do her prosthetic makeup. And they just keep it so dark that you really don't see her that often. You don't. But you can hear... And it's a shame. Her voice. Definitely. Her voice. She does a great job of disguising her voice and making it sound like an old lady. Like, an amazing job. Like, it's not at all corny. But you can tell by the way she, like, pronounces words sometimes that it's her, which I think is cool. It's, like, just enough. It's perfect. Yeah. Mia Goth is a sensation. I'm obsessed, yeah. And people who aren't into horror are just missing out. I spent way too long Googling whether or not she actually has freckles. (laughs) Does she? No. Oh, that's a shame. I know. They're really cute. I know. They're so cute. Yeah. They're so cute with, okay, me, I have Mia Goth written because, you know, as you know, I take notes on my little notebook in the dark (laughs) while I'm watching the movie because if I have a laptop, I don't, first of all, I don't have a laptop. So there's that. She takes notes seance style, just angry scribbles. as it's happening yeah, to her. And then I just kind of sort through them un- <laughs> under the light of a candle later. Yeah. And then I write them in my Google Doc. But <laughs> I have Mia Goth with like a bunch of hearts. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote like she looks because we know. So Pearl. Ariana, who is Pearl in this movie? Pearl is the elderly. One of the elderly couple people who whose farm they're staying in while they're shooting their porn. Exactly. That they don't know that a porn's happening. Right. Um, And she's just this like creepy old lady 
And it's played by the same actress, Mia Goth, who plays the, our main character. So the protagonist and the antagonist are the same actress. So which good. Is Amazing. Chef's kiss. Yeah. You don't like it's like I, I didn't know that until I looked it up and I saw like a video of Mia Goth being in a makeup chair and she would spend like 10 hours. Oh, no. <laughs> in a makeup chair and then she would then do shoot a 12-hour day you know you sleep as much as you can while you're doing the and um yeah and then throughout the day they like her makeup artist um would constantly be like making sure her contacts are perfect and like her makeup's perfect and making sure everything's just right but yeah it was a lot of prosthetics and it's not like it's a pearl's a not a minor character in this movie no definitely not and neither is maxine they're both the main character yeah yeah so i can't even fathom how exhausting it was to be Mia Goth making this movie. She is uh, so great. She's so cool. She's so beautiful. She has such an interesting face. Mia Goth, hang out with us. We like you. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool, I promise. <laughs> I was trying to explain. So I have like a quick cast breakdown of um, who the ca- who the actor is and kind of who their character is in like just a couple of words. So for I like what you did for Pearl. For Maxine also played by Mia Goth, I put aspiring adult film star slash coke fiend. Oh, she loves coke. Yeah, that was another uh, genre that I had was cocaine bear. Coke? (laughs) Cocaine bear, for sure. (laughs) If ever a movie made me not want to touch an illicit substance in my life, um, this movie did. (laughs) Because she would do coke at times I'm like, do you, is now the time? Now is the perfect time to do coke. Of course, it's always a perfect time if you're a coke fiend. <laughs> so that's Mia Goth. We have Martin Henderson. Um, he I, he's a New Zealand actor, of course. Uh, he plays Wayne, who is Maxine's boyfriend. Also, like the producer who's just constantly scheming up what his next thing is going to be. Thinks the IRS is out to get him. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed him and he was very convincingly Texan. I just want to say that. He was. Yeah. I was going to say all these people have great accents. I can't even do yeah, a Texas do. accent and I have an American accent. I think you could if you if you studied for it. Def, uh, maybe, but <laughs> it would suck. I think you <laughs> I'm give sure. me a Texan accent right now. I have Say, no idea. Y'all. I'm not going to do it. Hi, y'all. How you doing? You want some lemonade? Howdy, y'all. See, that's not even Texan. That's like Southern. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I think I could if I listened to enough people talking in a Texan accent. I probably could. Yeah. I don't even know. I couldn't even I like define that. I think you could that. too. Yeah, I don't know. And then, of course, Britney Snow is here, you guys. I love Britney Snow. I am obsessed with her. She's fucking gorgeous. She's hilarious. She's so talented. She's, her freaking character is my favorite character in this movie. Me too. Amazing. <laughs> Are we talking about Bobby Lynn Parker? Bobby Aspiring Lynn, adult yes. film star? Yeah. We love her. She's so cool and so savage and so funny. She is an actual cartoon character she's hilarious (laughs) she's so funny i could Mm -hmm. watch her the whole movie any scene she was in stole it and that's with a ton of really that's with mia goth in the room i know i know i know i I do feel like she outshone mia goth a little not mia goth but like the character i don't know i feel like maxine's character was a little flat a little Mm -hmm. i would agree i think that they're trying to like leave it very ambiguous for the next movie sure but like also intrigue me otherwise i'm not going to see the next movie you know what i mean uh, did the ending not intrigue you it did a little but i mean that's nothing pearl was like that the whole time pearl was Ariana's just a like, wild fucking animal I'm the whole keep time these cards close to my chest 
but I hate. But at the same time, show them to everyone. Everyone, everyone hears it. (laughs) I do. I do. I see what you mean, and that this is a tough act to follow if you are a fan of non-traditional, funky, weird, (laughs) disturbing horror movies. Which sign me the fuck up for everything? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will say, this isn't like this is not a light horror movie. This is still fucked up but in a more traditional way mm-hmm. yeah which was on purpose yeah and better received critically which i think says something that is so weird that's, that's so why weird. we keep getting like movies in insidious chapter 800 which i'm so sad you told me it isn't good bro yeah you guys don't go uh, see insidious it was so bad <laughs> we will not be covering on this podcast apparently so bummed, so bummed. Yeah, but that's Nick's favorite horror movie. Well, it's so fucking good. The first one is so fucking good. I but know. this next one is just like Patrick Wilson sucking his own dick for two hours. Damn it. Literally. And he's and listen, we love Patrick Wilson, but yeah, he literally sings the song during the credits, Kate. Like, it's no, that's just cringe over the top. And you can hear it. You can tell it's him. And you're just like, what am I? That's why? embarrassing. It's just like too much like daddy issues. It's no, no. I don't like I will it. say though, um, I think that this, I think Brittany Snow also required that she is contractually obligated to sing in every movie she's in. Bro, I loved that though. When she oh, was singing. No. Yes, I was like pitch perfect moment. But I also think she like the, and I feel like they do this a lot for actors who have like very good singing voices they'll pick songs and like put it in like a tone that makes their voice sound a little bit less beautiful because they want to make them sound more average and like they're yeah. just chilling and singing. And I think I was like waiting for her to just like stand up and start like belting out these lyrics. And I'm like, Oh wait, she's supposed to just be like an average person. Everyday girl. <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't, it's not like an amazing moment, but I, I appreciated seeing her sing. I'll tell I'll tell everyone how I feel about that scene when we get to it when Brittany okay. Snow has her moment to sing. Okay. We also have my boyfriend Kid Cuddy as Jackson, who's also oh he's God. the male lead of yeah. the. I love him, and the thing is, I didn't recognize him as Kid Cuddy the first time I watched this movie. Oh really? No, he's outstanding. He is so oh good. Yeah, he's pretty good for sure. He's like this Vietnam veteran, takes no shits, thinks mm-hmm. his shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. tough guy and I'm here for it and I love it and I'm just so used to seeing like Kate Cuddy dressed as like Kurt Cobain and on SNL you know what I mean wearing a dress yeah and smiling I love him I'm yeah. like oh shit good for you bro good it's for a different you. role for sure yes I really mm-hmm. like it he nailed it Owen Campbell plays RJ our film director um who yeah I guess this is like one of his first movies because he doesn't have any other movies I could find right. I thought he was great um and then, of course, Jenna Ortega. Oh, my God. It's what? just such a fever dream of cast. Like, it's just like people come in from all directions. It's like, yes! what am I watching? What is going on? Yeah. All for the low, low budget of $1 million. So, yeah, I guess that's and true. And Britney like, Snow doesn't come cheap. So I don't know. And yeah. I bet Kid Cudi doesn't either because time is money if you're Kid Cudi. He's got a fashion merchandising <laughs> line. He's doing business. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it all went to cast. Yeah, Jenna, or- Jenna Ortega is Lorraine. That's our last character that matters, um, who is the girlfriend to RJ, who's the director. And she's the the good Christian girl, I yeah. would say. 
Who's the good girl. No girl. Shocked. <laughs> no girls are good. <laughs> Bitch, I wrote that down. We'll it's get such there. a good line. It's such we'll a good line. We'll get to the, the good girls, the nice girls line. Because yeah. we just covered uh-huh. men and we're angry. <laughs> we're angry. Don't tell me if I'm good or nice. It's I'll a great. It's you. a great line, though. I agree with the line. If anything, we'll talk I do more too. About it. No, I love the line. Okay, I good, was wondering good. what you would say about it because I think that that line. You know, I'm just going to say it. We're not going to talk too much about it. But there's a line. Lorraine is a nice girl, and then Wayne responds, "Ain't none of them nice girls." Yeah, I liked it. And it's like you can take that in so many different ways, but especially with the plot of the movie, I mm-hmm. think that you can take that as, you know, if this was men. And one of the men and men said that I'd be like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. But Wayne says it, who's running this porno and goes, ain't none of them nice girls. I'm like, that's right, Wayne. <laughs> that's right. Because the nice girl, anyone who's describing a girl as a nice girl, I'm immediately suspicious of because a nice girl is something that you have decided is nice. That fits in right. your frame of what nice is. Right. I don't even like that word. It's like, why is that the ideal? It makes it makes you feel like you need to be submissive and pleasing to everyone. And it's annoying. But did you like Wayne as a character? I loved Wayne. Okay. Okay. You didn't. I was conflicted. I liked him a lot at the beginning. And then certain things turned me off about him. Um, And we can talk more about that, I guess, later. But okay, yeah, there's just it just doesn't sit right with me certain things. But I, I really liked him superficially. (laughs) I thought he was a very different character than I normally get. Yeah. I don't think, I think his morals are a little bit. Yeah. But I also, (laughs) in my, and from my point of view, it seemed like he was looking out for his team. Yeah, I agree. But he's looking Mm -hmm. out for Wayne, number one. Yeah. Wayne's looking out for Wayne. Taking advantage of people sometimes, but. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Like just the beginning of the movie when we meet Wayne, he's talking about like, yeah, that that one would have worked if the IRS didn't have problems with me and if a vendetta, you know what I yeah. mean? This guy is just like in it yeah. to win it for himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he doesn't see people as people. So I like right. him. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's a cool guy. He's different. He's deep. I like all of these characters because they all have a very deep personality. I think I was here for the character development as I was for Pearl. But I think instead of it being like a very deep character and that's it, it was like a lot of sort of deep characters. (laughs) I should have warned you, I think, because, yeah, yeah, if you're coming in and you were hot off of Pearl, Pearl is a character study. Yeah. And I love that shit. I know. This was I do. This was similar, but not to the same extent, but different, but yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing that Ty West is really trying to do, which is very ambitious is he's going for very different aesthetics, different styles, different inspirations in different times. So that's one thing I will say about X is it's set in the seventies and they make really good use of seventies music, music specifically to kind of steep you in. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're in the seventies kind of flesh that out, which I like. Um, Mm -hmm. And the first song that they play that's an that's like a you know a, a not a, not original song what what am I, I don't know a song a radio song <laughs> a radio is song is mungo jerry in the summertime yeah, and i was like yeah. summertime i love that yeah <laughs> I, I was smiling i was like oh i get it <laughs> that's why you love win the it. summer poll yeah. mungo jerry but yeah we got blue oyster cults we got lots of good 70s music and Stevie there Nicks. is a teaser yeah we got stevie nicks um there is a teaser for Maxine that has some 80s music in it because it's 70s. <gasps> Ooh, 
I didn't know yes. that. That's awesome. Yes. So we're, I think we're going to get completely different influences. It's also not set in Texas. It's set in L.A. Oh. Which 70s Texas is going to be a very different vibe than 80s L.A. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And I think I, you're going to get more of a character in LA, study. Though, because she's supposed to be like famous or whatever now. Sort of I'm famous. Be or trying star. to be famous. Yeah. The whole world's going to know my gonna name. going to know my name. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. Love it. Love her. Cannot wait for Maxine. But before we get to Maxine, we got to talk about X. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Does Let's everyone want to know what X. happens? Let's tell <laughs> okay. them what happens. All right. So the year is 1979. We open on a group of police officers arriving on a farm in Texas and finding a bunch of dead bodies. And they enter the farmhouse and they're shocked at something in the basement. Okay. So we know there's something shocking. Cool. I, I will say, I know that nothing's happened yet, and I already have notes. But I do already have notes. <laughs> Ty West, who is director-writer, he is also a, um experienced cinematographer, and it shows. But he's not the cinematographer for this movie. I looked it up. Oh, really? I know, because it's so him in his style. But I guess I don't know any movies that he's specifically been the cinematographer on that I've seen. Okay. But he, there's like the eye that this cinematographer have, has is so good. You have this like the opening scene at first. I thought the whole movie was going to be like square. I don't know what dimensions those are, but my television had it like black on the sides. Oh, it did. Yes. Oh, mine so, did it. Yours did too. You just, you blinked and you missed it because I watched I missed it, it three times. Wow. It's like square because it, and it's black on the sides and you're just zoomed in on the house and then the camera pushes in and you realize that and it all kind of opens up and you realize that it's a shot from inside of the oh. barn oh okay and cool pushes in and the frame widens to full widescreen that's so cool i think i was focused on the fact that it was the same house from pearl but it looked like completely different like it was dingy and run down and it was cloudy and there was no sunshine and the colors were dim and oh, that's what i was focused dim. on i was like Okay, this is a different vibe. I get it. I was expecting that. Kate told me that. I warned you it, like <laughs> months ago. I should have warned you again. <laughs> it's very different. And you, yeah. I don't, you still haven't seen Texas Chainsaw. I haven't. Mm-mm. Oh, guys, that's not okay, right? We got to kick her out of the club. <laughs> I would love Texas Chainsaw if there wasn't cannibalism in it. I just don't want to see cannibalism. Mm, I don't know, man. I think it's one of those, it's kind of required viewing, right? I, I'll watch it. It's just like, that's the reason why I haven't watched it so far is because like anything with like cannibalism is like really gross to me. I think you'll be fine. I, it's low budget. Okay. Enough. I think that you'll be fine. And it's also, um, I think you're going to like what it's about and kind of it's because Texas Chainsaw, where, where this movie is very much like gore and sex and shock. Texas Chainsaw isn't going for that vibe. Okay. It's it's actually kind of like a you know what we're gonna have to cover Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> You've already talk, covered it. No, we're gonna have to cover it again because you haven't seen it. We could do the new one. No, no. Oh, okay, okay. No, Shit. no. Okay, no, okay, no, no, okay. No, 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 no. We will not be doing. We that, haven't. Ever. Maybe we'll have a remake poll and that'll be on there. Absolutely. We watched it. The club watched it on Stream Lounge. R.I.P. Stream Lounge. That's where we used to watch movies together, and they went out of business, and we love them. But yeah, we watched Texas Chainsaw, and I don't think. Nobody liked it in the chat. Oh, really? Zero oh, out no. of ten. The remake. Oh, no. Zero out of ten. Doesn't have Jessica Beale in it? No. It has that girl from eighth grade in it. 
Eighth grade? What's that? I've told you to watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you told me to watch I've... so many things. You better get on it then, girl. It's Bo Burnham's movie, Eighth Grade. Very different vibe than X. <laughs> oh, wow. They're remaking it again. 2022. What? Texas Chainsaw? Wait, it already came out? I'm confused. Wait, is that the one we're thinking about? The one that came out on Netflix? The Texas Chainsaw remake? Oh, no. I'm talking about the one from... Maybe that's... Is that a remake or is that a sequel? I'm talking about from the 2000s. I forget. So I forget that your movies, if you're talking about your movies, are (laughs) are the 2000s. This is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003 starring Jessica Biel. That's what I was talking about. I forgot that even existed. I've never seen it. No. Well, this is what we should cover together. No. (laughs) Honey, over my cold, cannibalized body, are you going to watch the Jessica Biel remake? But you've already covered the original, and you know how I tend to like the newer ones better. Okay, we'll watch both. Okay. (laughs) Can we shake on it? Electronic shake? All right, we're shaking through the camera. All right. Great. Man. Amazing. We're going to get, I can't wait to fight later about this. (laughs) I can't believe you haven't seen Texas Chainsaw. That's not okay, Ariana. I don't like, I don't like cannibalism. There's not, it's fine. Actually, it's really gross. It's a really gross movie. Great. Love it. It's fine. Wait, no, it's not. It's not That's a movie. And I said this in the, in our episode when we were um, reviewing it, but I think about it every time I think of the movie, I thought, oh, this is from the seventies. I can totally handle Texas Chainsaw. And I was eating a cup of spicy Ugh. ramen no so it was like red liquid no. like sriracha liquid and like noodles and no. i was watching it and the intro was so gross that i had heck? to pause it and i had to step outside and like eat the rest of my ramen oh my god that reminds me of the time that i brought a rotisserie chicken to your house when we were watching raw <laughs> remember I like tried to do themed foods for a little bit and I was like I'm gonna bring a rotisserie chicken so we can eat meat while we watch raw and it did not go well while we watch this movie about people eating raw meat no (laughs) about vet students eating raw meat and we were vet students disgusting you're sick (laughs) you're gross anyway back to this gross movie anyway anyway so that's all I have to say the very intro I got distracted continue Murder on the farm. So now we cut to 24 hours before and we have aspiring actress and current stripper Mia Goth, a.k.a. Maxine Minx, (laughs) is starting a a road trip. I know. I love it. And I'm pretty sure Maxine should have two X's in it. Or is that only the title of the The third one? The title and it's three X's. Three X's. Of course. I love it. So she's definitely a porn star. Got it. Okay. The sluttiest number of X's. Amazing. So she's starting a road trip with her boss slash producer slash boyfriend, Wayne. And Wayne is like 20-ish years older than her. And oh. yeah. Left his wife for her. Yep. If you're having trouble picturing him, he's basically Matthew McConaughey's character from Magic Mike, but like less fun and a little bit more of a dirtbag. <laughs> Kind of like Matthew McConaughey. It's like a it's Matthew McConaughey in Magic Mike, but also like the first fifteen minutes of Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, mash I've them never together. Seen that. I believe you. Uh skip it. It's devastating. Oh, okay. It's devastating. the other people on the road trip are Bobby Lynn, who is also an ex stripper who worked with Maxine, played by the amazing Brittany Snow. Who's love her. 
as I've already said, character, I think is the best one in this movie. For sure. And she's got a big blonde beehive hair. I love it. And she's sex positive and sassy and savage. And we love her. We love her. (laughs) She's snapping that gum. She's fucking great. Yeah. Love her. Um, So her fuck buddy, Bobby Lynn's fuck buddy is Jackson, played by Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi! (laughs) Kid Cudi, we love you. So just when you think you've seen it all, Wednesday Adams is here, but... No, didn't love that. She's an adult and it's weird. (laughs) No, it's weird. How old was she in this movie? I don't know how old she is in real life, but... I'm looking up when she was born. She's 20 (gasps) in real life. No. What? That means that she was 19. Yeah. No, I don't love that. <laughs> we'll get there. She's a legal adult. A 19-year-old with this this gang. I know. A little, little young. Yes. So Lorraine is her name, and her boyfriend is RJ, who's the artsy cinema dude who's going to be filming the porno um, and so they're all in a van and they're driving to the rural farm. He thinks this is like his chance, which I kind yes. of liked and empathize with him being like, listen, a movie's a movie. And I'm on the hunt to show that you could even porn can be like a good film. And when he said that, I felt like it was Ty West being like, even horror movies can be can a good be porn. Film. <laughs> <laughs> can be porn. No, like, no when I he was agree. saying that, I was like, because. I feel like he does try really hard to make it like a cinematic work of art, even though horror movies, even like traditional slashers, I feel like they get a bad rep. And this is a quote, traditional slasher almost. And it's still very cinematic and nuanced. And I don't know. I think this character is almost like Ty West verbalizing his own thoughts in the movie. Yes. Which is why I loved his little low budget avant-garde comment. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're totally right. I think of Ethan Hawke, who was in Black Phone um, and Sinister, and what he he's kind of had in, in interviews had comments about how genre movies are so, like horror are kind of overlooked, especially by like yeah. they're, they're underappreciated and underrated. They can yeah. be. The bar mm-hmm. is kind of like it's like a different bar for them. But also, right. even if you're a fantastic actor, if it's fantastic writing, it can go unnoticed if it's in a genre versus mm-hmm. freaking like you know what's academy right it's not academy food not ever gonna (laughs) win an oscar otherwise dark knight would have won right i wonder why these actors and actresses choose to do horror movies i wonder if they're trying to diversify or if they're like secretly like horror movie fans or it's just like a really fun movie to do because it's so creative there yeah yeah i don't know i would want to do i mean i love horror movies but This seems a lot more fun than a biopic that nobody's going to care about in five years. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And Brittany Snow is here. So like, I know prom (laughs) night, we got her in prom night. So maybe she's a fan of the genre. I can't remember. Did you guys like prom night? Did you like prom night? I like it. Oh, good. Why? The original or the remake? Obviously the remake. I'm talking about the Brittany Snow one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have to name characters. (laughs) The Brittany Snow one. Renee's now, obviously. Um, it's a hoot. Yeah. It is not a good movie. But it's entertaining. I feel like if oh, you watched sure. it when it came out, I feel I like did. you would have preached. Oh, you did? And you still didn't like it? I watched that in the theaters with my dad. Yeah, and you still didn't like it? Um, is it a good movie? It's not a good movie. That's not what I asked. I said, did you like it? No. 
No. <laughs> I was entertained. I don't know. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought that it was about an hour too long. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it in a while. I saw it when it first came out, too, and I remember liking it. So maybe if I watched it now, I'd agree with you. As a teenager, yeah. you know, yeah. in 2006 mm-hmm. or what have you. I love it. Before love we knew better. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well... <laughs> Maybe that's how it is with like Insidious and stuff. I did watch The Conjuring no. again recently and I was like, it's not as good as I remember it. Right. Exactly. Like, it's still good. It's just like, I remember it being like fucking amazing. And I'm like, oh, God, because I showed it to my parents and they were like, why do you like this? I don't know. I think it's it might be also because like whenever these movies came out, like that's all we had. And it's hard to be. It's hard to be original if you came out 10 years ago and a lot of other movies are taking influence from you. You know what I mean? Like, so it can like yes. detract from it a little bit. But I think whenever that happens, like you think of The Conjuring, which came out, what, 20? Oh, my God. When did I? Oh, no, I don't want to know. High school. A long time ago. Yeah. Many moons ago. In like 2011, I think, is when it came 2013. out. 2013. Yes, Queen. 2013. Amazing. And we're like, okay, that doesn't hold up as much as as much as it used to for me. And then you think of like The Shining, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh, they're referencing like, oh, that wait. in horror movies. I feel like The Shining is like very artsy. Like it was like the artsy of that time period because there's like a lot of cinematic stuff and like blood gushing from elevators and like things that like other horror yes. movies hadn't done very often. Jack Nicholson. Complete chaos. Shelley Duvall. Furry love. <laughs> I still think, I will say, I still think that The Conjuring is a fantastic movie. I stand no, by I that. I agree completely. I just think probably because there's so many like Conjuring Universe movies that it's enough. I enough. feel like it <laughs> takes a piece of The Conjuring every time they make a new fucking Conjuring movie. I think that's the difference. And we, we, we've talked about it before. We love James Wan in this household. He is yeah. welcome all the mm-hmm. time. Except but for there's James malignant. Wan. <laughs> Right, exactly. There's James Wan, and then there's Ty West. You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't have to be an asshole Stanley Kubrick to make a cinematic marvel. You really don't. Right. You just have to have Mm -hmm. a vision and not be at the beck and call and twisted hand and budget of a production company. And I think that's the big difference because this is a twenty four. X is a twenty four. Which Blumhouse Mm -hmm. is like. Great. We love Blumhouse. We love them. Even though we found out it's Blum and not Bloom. We still love them. (laughs) We've been singing around for 10 years. I know, man. But just different influences, different goals. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, they're appealing to two different types of horror movie enjoyers. So I get it. And guess Um, who's making more money? James Wan is making more money. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I think there's probably more of an audience for that type of horror. It's a, maybe yeah. a little bit more mainstream than something like this. It's it's more palatable if you're not a horror movie goer. Right, right, exactly. Which is, which, um, you know, if we're talking about palatability, you know, actually, this may not be a good example, this movie. I, don't, I wouldn't call this movie a palatable movie, but... I honestly, I would call it palatable, to be very honest with you. And we could talk about it more at the end. I don't know if it's just because... We did EXO recent, or we did Pearl so recently, and then yeah. we did Men last time. And my brain is just like on yeah. a new wavelength. It's hard yes. to compare these because I think, and obviously we'll talk about more at the end. But the the good parts of this movie, I feel like, are falling short compared to the ones we've done recently, and that bumps me out. 
I hear you. I totally hear you. It bums me out a little, but it's okay. It's okay. No, I I, I totally get what you're saying. Let's tell everyone what's the movie's about before we talk about our feelings. Moving right along. (laughs) Moving right along. We literally got through the intro. I'm like, wait. We've (laughs) said four sentences. Okay. So the group, we're not even at the farm. So the group arrives at the guest house on the farm owned by an elderly couple, Howard and Pearl, which is where they intend to shoot this porno. Um, Howard is kind of an asshole, but then we find out he didn't really know that they had intended to shoot a porno in his guest house. Um, yeah. Well, they didn't tell him that. They didn't tell him. And he was kind of upset when he figured it out. Also, when he figured out it was just, it was more than just one person. Yeah. That too. Yeah. It's like, who is this gaggle of city folk? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So while the group shoots a sex scene between Brittany Snow and Kid Cudi. Insane. um, Max, I know it's so crazy. Like, Maxine, what is going on for for five dollars? I get this incredible. <laughs> five whole dollars, like it's I worth said, at least, at least worth five dollars. <laughs> Maxine wanders around the property and she's killing time, and she finds the huge dirty pond, and she decides to get naked and go for a swim. Which I'm like. This is disgusting water. Like, what are you doing? No chance. <laughs> not at all. No chance with that algae um, on the top. Absolutely not. Um, so also, she's, if you've seen Pearl, you like, know I, she shouldn't be in that water. Get out of the this pond. <laughs> one of the reasons why you need to watch X, X and Pearl than X again. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a different but also viewing in, experience. In Pearl, like, I, and, and this movie, I feel like Pearl in this movie did a good a good thing of tying together the set in the house. Mm-hmm. And there are some movies where like the house is a is a character in the movie. And I would even argue movies like The Conjuring didn't make the house a main character. I would say right. maybe the land, maybe, maybe. But I if, if you ask me to draw the layout of the conjuring house, I can't do it for you. Living right. room to the left. I don't know the rest. A basement. <laughs> clap, clap. The basement might be its own character. <laughs> yeah, that's its own thing. Yeah. This we got the house. Which I'm like, I know this house. I feel like I know it super well, especially yep. having seen X and then Pearl and then X. The pond, the barn. I'm like, all of these are characters in this yes, the trilogy. Barn. And these people are just walking through it in 1979, having no idea how important it was down. in Pearl in 1911. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nuts. So crazy. 1911, right? That's when I think so because it was World War One. It was the influenza That's epidemic, crazy. so around there, if not there. Wow, Pearl is so old. <laughs> I know. And now, then we're now we're gonna go to Maxine, and this house is not gonna be a part of it. So I feel like I'm saying goodbye to it. I don't know. I know that's what I mean. Like I want Maxine to be Pearl. Like I more I don't Pearl, know. more Pearl, please. So speaking of Pearl, she's watching her. Well, skinny dip. Um, and. She's just like creeping from behind the trees creeping. as well as Theta, the alligators, <laughs> great, yes. great, great grand gator. Just kidding. That's it's right. probably the same gator because they live like 50 years, right? <laughs> they live a long time. Yeah. So there's a, a gator that's creeping and we're like, oh, no, it's going to happen. But then she like gets out right before the gator gets her because we're too early in the movie for anyone to die, guys, obviously. You're right. Alligators, the American alligator can live 30 to 50 years in the wild. In captivity, however, they can live 65 to 80. <gasps> 80 years. So they're Could like be. people. Yeah. Could be the same crazy. gator. Wow. Pearl. Continue. Yes. So Maxine is done with her swim and then Pearl invites her inside and gives her a glass of lemonade. And 
Max scene and Pearl's scene are mirroring Brittany Snow and Kid Cudi's porn scene. And I love that. <laughs> it's so cool. Honestly, I am, I feel like I didn't, I wouldn't have understood that it was supposed to be Pearl making a move on Maxine unless they did the mirroring. I, yes. that I completely went over my head until that happened. And I was like, oh, I get it. Like, yes, I thought it was just like Maxine was like uncomfortable because like Pearl was just like drink this lemonade and she was just like awkwardly sitting there. But I didn't realize it was like Pearl making a move on her sexually. Is it making a move? To me, it felt more like leering. Leering. So this whole scene with Pearl, saggy old ancient Pearl, like drool staring at Maxine and her like overalls, no top, side boob. Maxine takes a step back. She takes, takes a step forward kind of situation. I kept thinking of that scene from Silence of the Lambs with Hannibal Lecter. And he's like drilling Jodie Foster on um, drilling Clarice on why is Buffalo Bill doing this? And she's, and she's like, uh, this, that, that. And he goes, he covets. <laughs> I heard his creepy little voice. You heard Hannibal Lecter going, he covets. He covets. No, that is incidental. He covets. <laughs> The whole, I was like trying not to, I'm like, you're ruining the scene, Hannibal Lecter. Because the whole time I just hear, <laughs> he covets. That's hilarious. She is jealous for days. and creeping and yeah. leering. It's very interesting, I think. And it's just so crazy that this movie contains not as much Pearl as the movie Pearl. And yet well, yeah. Pearl's character is still as complex as the movie that she's in by herself. It's just so like the whole time I'm like, cause she does make sexual advances on multiple people. Um, and I'm like, does she really want to fuck them? Or is she just trying to feel young again? Like the whole, like, I feel like what is her motive the whole time I'm trying to figure that out. And I agree with you. I think it's like definitely very motivated by her wanting to feel young again and wanting that vitality restored or whatever. Um, so, yeah, this scene confused the shit out of me. I was very confused. I was like, I don't understand why they're sitting there and it's awkward and they're mirroring a porn scene. And I, it was just very weird and artsy. And I, like, couldn't really figure out exactly what it meant. Like, wait, <laughs> yeah. hold up. Yeah, very weird, but very cool. Very cool uh, cinematography. We like it. Yeah, we like it. So then Howard gets home and Maxine books it out of there. So, oh, yeah. Howard is Pearl's husband. Yes. Howard is the old man to Pearl's old lady. <laughs> yes. So correct. Maxine returns to the guest house where she and Kid Cudi shoot a sex scene in the barn. And Pearl is watching from afar and imagines herself in Maxine's position. So I guess that it's explains it. Horrible. Yes. I think <laughs> and I think in the movie kind of points out um like they talk about like the reason that they are shooting a porno isn't just because that's a fun plot point, although it definitely is. It's also about how sex makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even getting enjoyment out of sex or like talking about enjoyment from sex that can be that can make people uncomfortable, especially in like American cultures. So this scene of because at first you don't know Pearl is there. It's just like kind of like a a very in your face scene of Mia Goth and Kid Cudi just like going for it. And mm -hmm. me, like, I'm like, okay, like I, cause we're in a horror movie, right? So you also have that. I know I'm in a horror movie. 
they're vulnerable. <laughs> they're having sex, which means they gotta die. No. <laughs> they're I know. I'm like, this is bad. And so I'm like nervous, but I'm also like uncomfortable because it's like a prolonged sex scene between Kid Cudi and Mia Goth. And then you see other Mia Goth playing Pearl in crazy prosthetic <laughs> makeup, peeping through the window of this peeping. barn. And yeah. you're like, okay, now I'm really uncomfortable. Now I'm really confused. And then you see Mia Goth kind of like whip her head back and you see Pearl kind of like in her mind put her own grotesque elderly prosthetic face onto Mia Goth's body as she's going to town on Kid Cudi. And I'm like, I'm so disturbed. <laughs> in a way, no other horror movie has done for me. So Ty West, and I know that was his goal. <laughs> I know that's what he was going for. And I'm like, you did it, my friend. Yeah. You did it. And he does a really good job of kind of like interspersing like sex and violence. And like, I don't mm -hmm. know. I was very impressed with it. I thought it was really yeah. effective. That's very cool. I think I was distracted. Like that scene doesn't feel like it meant as much to me as it did to you. Cause I just felt like I was distracted thinking about the scarecrow scene from Pearl. See, you can't, that's the thing. I know, yeah, I, I know. know, but it's Mia Goth and it's the same character and she's making the same noises as she does in Pearl in certain scenes. Well, yeah, so it's hard it's not the to same voice. Yeah. It's hard not to cross over, but, and then I was thinking about that. And also when Pearl puts her face on Mia Goth's face, in my head, I was just like, okay, now they're explaining her motive. Like, I wasn't like, ooh, that's chilling. I was just like, oh, okay. Mm. But it is very, like, I mean, they do take advantage of, like, you know how people are uncomfortable by nakedness? Yes, I do know. <laughs> I do know that. Yes. I, I thought that was a really cool scene for a lot of reasons. Very cool. Creepy. Creep me yeah. out. And it's also, like, ramping up the suspense for me. Because mm -hmm. I don't, like, you don't know what's going to happen, but you know it's not good. And you know it's a horror movie and everyone's having sex with everyone. And that's not how you survive. No. That's how you survive. And then you have this protagonist who not only, it's not just like passively, oh, it's a horror movie, so sex is bad. She is zoning the fuck in. Yeah, she's circling. And she covets. Oh, God. And we all know Pearl, so. <laughs> Reaps me out, terrifies me. Ooh. Okay, so then Pearl goes back to the house and begs Howard to have sex with her. Oh, Which, Howard. to be honest, when I watched this, I, up to that point, did not put it together that, like, Pearl was doing these things. Like, I didn't realize that she was getting, like, and I guess the more I think about it, it she's not really, like, sexually aroused and, like, horny from these things. It's literally, yes, like. Yes, she is. See, that's the thing is, like, I don't think she is. I think she wants she to have sex. She pulls her dress up. I think she, well. Pulling your dress up and wanting to have sex for other reasons. Like okay. she wants her husband to make her feel young and she wants him to, to basically give her attention because that's always what she wants. Right. So yes. I feel like it's not really that she's like turned on and horny and whatever. I think she's legitimately just wanting her husband to like validate that she's attractive, which is like base her life's goal is people to validate her. I think it's both. And I also think that the fact that, they're played by the same actress is important because you have Pearl seeing a lot. She's she's not just a, like she's not attracted to all of them. You know what I mean? But she is zoned in to Maxine. But I don't zoned think she's in. attracted to Maxine. She I gets think in bed and starts stroking her naked body. Yeah, but she likes the idea of her and she I wants to both. be her. I don't I think, think she both. wants to have sex with. But what 
evidence do you have that makes you say specifically she wants to have sex with these people? Without... I don't think she wants to have sex with them. I think that she wa- I think she covets. She covets. Covets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. I think it's I think but... it's 100 percent coveting. I don't think it's ever like her being actually sexually aroused by these. people. I think there's resentment because she can't have that relationship with her husband. And I think she does want that re- that physical relationship with her husband. But as her husband says, when she's hiking up her dress and doing her slow little creepy old lady sexy dance. So fucking weird. He's like my heart, like my heart can't take it. So I think that this has been a building issue. And now she sees these young bodies, one of which she sees a lot of herself in. And I, I agree with you. She like, she wants to be them and she's jealous. And, but she also wants to feel young and special. But I do think that she is unnaturally drawn to Maxine, but not for sexual reasons, in for my opinion. Very sexual reasons. I don't think so. What is your evidence? I don't evidence, girl. That's <laughs> not how this works. This is a movie. No, you I have think to that, give me. You have to give me reasons why you feel okay, that specific I way. I think you can be attract. I think that she is attracted to her former self. I think, and she talks about that. She's constantly talking about how beautiful she used to be. How Howard could never say no. She's just the most, she was the most beautiful thing he ever saw. And I think she's attracted to that type of beauty. And she also remarks specifically on Maxine's body and face to her. She's like, you've got such a special face. You're so beautiful. Like she's talking about Maxine. She's coveting her and her youth and her sex positivity. I don't think she's being like, I want... I'm sexually attracted to you. I think she's saying these things because she likes the idea of Maxine. I think when it comes to Pearl, it's not that clear cut. (laughs) It is that clear cut if you can't make a reason for it. Oh, my God. Everything's got to be black and white with you. (laughs) It's all got to be this column or that column. Sometimes, girl, you're just attracted and it doesn't make sense. And sometimes you're attracted because you're jealous and because you covet. Okay. Okay. I think that there's a difference between being sexually attracted to someone and wanting to have sex with someone. I think there can be a lot of reasons for wanting to have sex with someone, but I think there's very few reasons for being sexually attracted to someone. Okay. What? Okay. What? Okay. No. Um, Like you could want to have sex with someone for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But being sexually attracted to someone is very specific thing. And I think it's different. She is staring at her. Because she wants to be her. She does. She does. But I I don't think I'm not. Listen, you know, I'm the first one to be like gay. She's gay. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I think Pearl is a straight woman, but I think that she I do think she is physically very attracted to Mia Goth. And that doesn't that doesn't mean that she wants to sleep with Mia Goth, although I don't think that she would protest to be clear. <laughs> but I think that. Her ogling of Mia Goth versus her ogling of Britney Snow's character or Jenna Ortega's character is specific and different. And I don't think it's just because because she I think she covets all of them. She's openly jealous to some of the other characters, but not exactly to Mia Goth. Not to Maxine. Not to Maxine. She's not jealous to Maxine. Not. I think I I do think she's jealous, but I don't think she is as I don't think she's as jealous of Maxine as I think that her attraction to Maxine is different to her recognizing Brittany Snow, the main, the main adult film stars body and character. And because whenever she's hanging out with Brittany Snow, she's 
not kind to her. And she's openly very, very jealous of her versus Mia Goth. She is approaching her, approaching her, approaching her, not taking no for an answer, touching her body. It's different. I agree. You cannot say her lens is not sexualized because it is. I think that if she were to have sex with Mia Goth, the motivation would be to feel younger, not for sexual pleasure. That's the point I'm trying to make. We Okay. Then I think we're on the same page. But I think that she is sex. There is a sexual lens that she's staring at Mia Goth through that she's not staring at the other characters through. Okay. I I could give you that. I think I think that if there is a component of her wanting to have sex with Mia Goth, it's because she wants to feel young and be her. And yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's where we're at, guys. (laughs) After that long debate. (laughs) it's a lot this is what i'm talking about like pearl's character is so complex and it's like what is the motivation i need to figure this out whereas like everyone else is like complex but not to that degree and i wanted more i don't know anyway (laughs) they can't all get prequels girly (laughs) yeah Jeez. okay so anyway so pearl goes back to the house and wants howard to have sex but he says it's hard as too weak all right so Mm. that night I did look that up, by the way. Okay. Because I was like, when do I need to stop? When is it? <laughs> when am I going to die if I have sex? Oh, that's what you mean. I was like, what did you look up? I like looked up when my heart's going to can... stop if I have sex. So, oh, shit. Because that's a, that's a recurring theme is that Pearl's like, touch me, Howard. And he's yeah. like, my heart. <laughs> my heart. And I was like, okay, let me, let me just Google this real fast. So I did. Um, and this is a direct quote from Hopkins Medicine. So in general, if you're able to climb stairs or jog or walk, it's safe for you to have sex. Wait, like if you can walk, then you can have sex, basically? If you can actively move around, you should be okay. But if you have other symptoms of heart disease, which Harold totally has. I was going to say, he knows his heart's shit. His heart is barely beaten. It's dust. It's just pumping a lot of sludge around his, his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that one makes sense. I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense plot wise for him to be like my heart because it totally does. He's like 900 years old. He's 1000 years old. Yeah. If anyone else has like had a fear. <laughs> That's a, is that a real fear for you? That's it was after I was like, do I have an expiration date on my sex life? Because I want to know when that is. <laughs> I need a backlog if that's what we're doing. But it, it should be fine. Long story short, you should be OK. Yeah. But when you're 9000, maybe 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 snuggle don't yeah (laughs) there's other things you can do (laughs) there's other crochet puzzles (laughs) damn crazy um yeah so don't i guess you can have sex if you can walk that's what we learned today (laughs) talk to your doctor this is we are not human doctors (laughs) and if you die during sex that's on you yeah this is we are not liable for that we are not liable tm Um, okay, so that night the group is chilling in the guest house before bed, and this is our pitch perfect moment from Brittany Snow singing landslide on an acoustic guitar, and Kate's pissed. I can tell by her face. She did not like the scene. I really hated it. Did you really? I loved and it. I, I love Brittany Snow. You know I love Fleetwood Mac. You didn't like it. And this just felt like the pacing of the movie came to a screeching halt. And I really? didn't understand it at all. I felt like it hadn't amped up yet. I felt like this was on par. To be honest, like, I was pretty bored until, like, the third act. 
Hate to say it, but it's true. You don't really like slashers. I well, there was no slashing. Like I'm not this, saying like, you don't like gore. I'm not saying you don't like kills. I know you like kills, but you are not a fan of the. This is very. This is a very typical pacing for a slasher movie. What like everyone dies at the end? Kind of, yeah. And okay. like um, setup and suspense, suspense, like kind of like making making you wait for it, wait for it because you know it's coming because mm. it's a slasher. Gotcha. So it's way more fun to kind of like whenever I'll be honest, like there are slashers that just right at the gate kill. You know, and I don't mean like scream and stuff like that, because that's for, you know, build up reasons. But whenever it's just like constantly throughout the movie, that's when I get bored. That's when I'm like, OK, there oh, can, really? there's always gonna, someone's going to die and I'm not attached to anybody. And I, I'm just waiting for the next kill. Yeah. Versus this. It's say, like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? When's that pot going to like when's the pot going to boil over? Sort of. Interesting. So, OK, so you like to you like it when they make you wait for it. I do. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I did enjoy the beginning of this movie, but for a different reason than why I like horror movies. Like I enjoyed the beginning of this movie the same way I would enjoy a movie that's just like a little bit quirky and like the characters are funny and the writing is great and everything is a very real conversation. And I liked it up to the point where people start killing each other for that reason. So, I mean, it just... It's not why I'm here. Like, this is a horror movie, you know? I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. But with Pearl, I was distracted because Pearl is such a clusterfuck. I was, like, in it. I was Pearl like, is not a slasher. Pearl is a character. Pearl is a very different movie. So the pa- I, I do hate that you watch Pearl first. I know. I hate I think, it. I think I we were also set up for failure because you don't like traditional slashers. And that's not your scene or your vibe. Yeah. You're right. They're probably the lowest on my list of yep. horror movie types that I like. So and I, I, agree I with like you. I like slashers. I like classic slashers. I like modern slashers. I think they're super fun. Um, yeah. So to have one to have a slasher that's also very clearly directed by Ty West because there's a it's not just like your run of the mill slasher either. Like it is and it isn't. Like there's a lot of different um, moving pieces and a lot more depth to it than a traditional slasher. So mm. this was like someone delivered a pie right to my house. I was so, I was thrilled. <laughs> I was so happy. Wow. And then Brittany Snow starts singing. I'm like, no. I what? loved that part because the whole time I was like, this is like indie and like artsy. And I was in it for like the vibe of it all. And it definitely helped the vibe. And it was like very chill. And I love that she was singing because I love her in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's giving pitch perfect. It's giving it was the great. the Bellas. It's giving It's good. <laughs> no. It's like a weird like romantic montage. I'm like, "What? Mia Goth just had Pearl's head on her little Maxine body." <laughs> that really didn't get me at all, but <laughs> that got me big. That's awesome. I feel like I feel like the point of this song was to like take you out of the movie a little bit and be like, you're almost like sucked in for a vibe. And then all of a sudden we have Lorraine say something crazy. And I think that was the point is to like distract you from the porn of it all and the tackiness. And then all of a sudden we're just like back in it. And it's like a shocking moment when Lorraine is like, I want to be in a scene. I want to do porn. Yeah. And she says it right after she finishes singing. So I think that was probably the point of the song. Is so to, like, you don't think the point bit? of it was to suck the energy out of the movie, which is what <laughs> I thought the point of it was. 
Kate's like, move along. <laughs> hey, I was I almost fast forwarded it. I was like, no, the whole oh song. Oh my god, really? Uh, and I, I love it. landslide. Who doesn't like landslide? Who doesn't like? Fleetwood? I liked it, but also landslide is such a perfect song for the vibe because landslide is about becoming okay with different parts of your life and being okay with growing old, basically. Um, and the parts she was singing were specifically that. So I th- feel like they chose landslide on purpose. And so it made a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me. Like they were trying to make everyone vulnerable real quick <laughs> is what it felt like to me. And you didn't like it. You're like, no, no. because I know the pacing of these movies. Cause this is a slasher movie. Mm. I know what you're doing. Ty West. It's Got not it. going to work on me. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> Got it. Okay. It's like, okay. all right, now we're going to slow. Th- everyone's, you know, just sex and crazy and snorting coke and it's like now we're just gonna all bond we're all just gonna play the acoustic guitar i'm like what i don't know you like that (laughs) i I don't know you like that but (laughs) i hear i hear what you're saying where it's like trying to set up this like yeah i think the reasons you like it are the reasons i don't like it i think it's the same reasons (laughs) i think we have very different yeah i agree with you completely totally (laughs) that's so funny but yeah i do like how it immediately hard cuts to lorraine being like baby 19 year old Jenna Ortega Lorraine being like I want to do a scene I want to do a scene and she tells RJ well something that I left out of the summary because it's like not really important until now is that like she's not really talking to um Maxine and uh Bobby Lynn she's kind of like judging them a little bit like at some point she calls what they're doing smut and then RJ not to their face to be fair right she calls it smut to RJ and RJ calls her a prude and you can tell she gets a little bit offended by that. And so when she says this, it's like, he doesn't quite call her a prude. He said, when and did I you become not a prude? defending RJ? Yeah. But he's like, when exactly. did he kind of, he's kind of like messing. he's like, when did you become such a prude? Really? I took it as more like insulting than that because, Oh, he is being insulting, but it's, yeah. that's rude. But he is, it's also more of like a, Hey, come on. Like, we oh, can really? get down with this. Yeah, we're artsy people. We're because they both work in film, or they're trying to. So it's kind of like, hey, like this is this is it's showbiz, kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just like you got to be tougher like, than that. Yeah, I guess so. He's just it's just frustrating because then you know how he truly feels about porn. Because once she says she wants to be in it, then he judges the shit out of her, and it's like, well, you're the one who's involved with this initially so he said no he he straight up said you can't you're not going to do that like laughs yeah. it off and she was like who's going to stop me which i love because love it's it. like why are you acting like you can control her and then yeah it's so great but rj and wayne go have like a man-to-man a moment yeah which i love this conversation this conversation is like best like the best conversation in the movie i would say it's so great um because he's basically like that quote that kate said um earlier where he's like lorraine is a nice girl she's not like them other girls she's not yeah. like all those other people in here yeah, which wayne takes big mean? time umbrage with yeah because mm-hmm. he's like those are my people yeah exactly we're not judgmental like that we are very sex positive in this household yeah lorraine is it's a nice up. girl and wayne and responds like, <laughs> ain't none of them nice girls let me yeah. let you in on a little secret yeah. Ain't none of them nice girls. And we're like, that's right, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> because in that moment, I don't know what you're expecting him to say, but I was not expecting him to say that. I was expecting him to be like, say something almost um, 
like derogatory. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting him to say, but I didn't expect him to say that because that's like very truthful. It's like, we're not here to be nice. We're not here to be like what you want us to be. And people are going to do what they want to do regardless. And that's kind of what he was saying. He was like, I'm going to tell you something because I've been 23, but you haven't been 48. Like loved that. This is, yeah, that's a good line. It's like, it is a good line. You can't control women. Like you can't say that. Mm-mm. And the and your idea of a nice girl, of a quote unquote nice girl, doesn't exist because a quote nice girl is is something you made up. Yeah, it's your it's what you whatever made you're up. reflecting onto her, which is bullshit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I I loved this turn of events, although I wish they had cat and I hate that I'm saying this because I love Jenna Ortega. I <gasps> think that was a miscast. Someone older looking? Yeah. And it, she's fantastic. She's a great actress in this movie and all of the scenes she's in, I think she's great. I just, and maybe it's now that I'm 30 or something, but I don't like it when, <laughs> they, put, it's when they sexualize teenagers. <laughs> I don't like it. I honestly, if I had not recently seen Wednesday, I would have been like totally fine with it. But I think I have Wednesday Adams like fresh in my mind and I like can't unsee it. No. And she looks so young she does. in this movie because she, she is, she is very young. And I'm like, okay. We, I am, we are sex positive in this household. Again, we're not yeah. judging you. You're one of us, but you are literally a teenager. But she's a legal adult, but yeah. But her brain isn't fully developed. But she's choosing to do it. You know? Right. And I, There's and like, a difference. L- listen, I, think. I would support it. I would support it if my daughter wanted to do that. I would support it. I'd want her to be safe. I'd want her to feel supported. But Jenna... Yeah. Maybe maybe give it a maybe sleep on it. Like maybe give it a think. Because <laughs> earlier today you were singing a different tune. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's, pretty it's a great. turn of events. And part of you is like, is this motivated because she wants to get back at her boyfriend? Or is this motivated because she wants to prove something to him? Or is she just wanting to be sexually adventurous? Because I she's think that young. she's inspired by um Britney Snow's character. Yeah. I agree. kind of because Britney Snow is very confident in this movie she's confident mm-hmm. she's fun she knows what she wants and she has no regrets and she's not going to yeah. live life with any regrets and um you know jenna ortega's character lorraine is very reserved kind of like looking to others for what to do looking to rj for how to act and how to think um but yeah uh, and one thing i did write down because i something that immediately turns me off to any character or person um is be, the, this like controlling controlling you're trying to control your partner right i have no patience for it yeah. And I was I was really thinking, like, if my partner, Nick, who now we've been together for 10, 10 years in October. Nice. If he turned to me and was like, I want he, OK, if he turned to me, and was like, I want to be in porn. I want to be a porn star. <laughs> I want to do that. He, okay, he would never. So it's easy for me to do this because he's the most introverted sweetie pie. But if he did. If he's like, no, I figured out that's my calling. That's what I want to do. I would support him and I would I would be proud of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, that's my guy. I wouldn't be like, he's going to have sex with other girls. I'd be like, yeah, that's his fucking job. Be safe. Like wear a condom, do STI testing, do it safe, do it right. But like, would I tell my coworkers he does something else? Probably. (laughs) Your coworkers would judge you? Yes. (laughs) Well, it's just like, I don't need to have that conversation every time I go to a different clinic. But would I judge him? No. Right. Would I be jealous? No. Yeah. People live your life the way you want to. And it's it's stupid to try to control other people. And it's stupid to judge other people. It's like, it's not your fucking life. Who cares? Yeah. Ain't none of them nice girls. 
Ain't none of them. Well, I think I agree with you completely. I, this did turn me off from him a little bit, but the fact that she did throw his prude comment in his face right after she said this and right after he was telling her that she couldn't do it, I think told me that she was probably doing this out of spite a little bit, at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I think in his mind, he was like, fuck, like I fucking made this happen because I was being a dick before. He was being a dick. Yeah. And I think that's probably a little bit of the motivation. Like if, you know, if Nick came to and was like, listen, I have something I need to tell you. Like I have been doing a lot of soul searching and like, this is what I want to do. And he was very serious about it. It's different from like the way she presented it, which was like, what in front of everybody? Like, yeah. In front of of everybody. I've already made up my mind. This is what it is. But like, I don't know. She has a right to do that. Yeah. She's allowed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think he handled it poorly. He could have been no, like, of course are you did. serious? Okay, let's talk about this later. Instead of immediately being like, no, you're not. Like yeah, thinking that he had, like, yeah. no, no, you're not. That was immediately no, yeah. what he said. No, yeah. He's. Get out of here with that nonsense. Not our favorite character for that reason, for sure. No. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. he is like, I think his character is realistic in that he's not, he's, you know, we're 30. We're sitting here. I'm 30 and I've been 20, but you've never been 30. (laughs) I get to say that now. (laughs) And this is like, he's supposed to be like a young kid who's inexperienced in love and relationships. So I'm not probably his first girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Seeing your good girl take off her little cross necklace and get plowed by Kid Cudi and have to film it. (laughs) That's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not faulting you for that, but maybe it's a lot. And also you have to film it. That's and edit it later (laughs) and edit it later. Yeah, it's a lot. I get it. I think me and you, Kate, don't date guys that talk to us like this. Yeah. And I think that uh, there is a big proportion of men who would probably respond the same way. I agree with you. I think Will would never say this to me because, you know, that's not our vibe. But I feel like a lot of men would do that, too. Um, So it's not an unreasonable reaction, I think, but I agree with you. It makes me dislike him a little bit more. (laughs) It does. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go this way then, which is what RJ is. Oh, not RJ. Um, what's his name? Wayne. Wayne Wayne is telling him, he's like, listen to me. I have experience here. She is going to do what she is going to do. And you can either, either with her and help guide her. Um, and, or she's going to do it. And she's going to be more spiteful. It's going to be more about how she, how she's going against you. You're going to push back. She's going to push back. Harder. Yeah. He was like, she's going to do it with more men. Yeah. He was like Correct. making it a bigger deal, which I'm like, okay, is he really giving a fuck? I think part of him does really is really sex positive, And he's very much like you let women do what you want. Like obviously with his line of work being probably the only men in a room full of stripper women, I think he is really good at like deflecting and like diffusing tension probably and letting women do what they want. And he's probably very sex positive. So I do feel like part of his um, motivation was that um, to support her. But I also think a big part of it is also money and the fact that he's going to have three sex scenes instead of two. Yeah, so he's like sure. trying to convince him, which well, is his like, girlfriend's okay. in the movie. His girlfriend yeah. is Maxine and he's yeah. not getting pissed off whenever she's that's doing true. scenes. He's the reason mm-hmm. she's doing them. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good. He's like, that's my girl. And everyone's like, we get it. We get why you left your wife for her. And he's like, I know that's right. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I think that's part. Like, it's like we're not defending him ethically, morally. I can't. He seems like a shady fella. 
But yeah. Yeah. But he's <laughs> got a lot of charisma. I'll give him that. He does. For sure. He's good at not manipulating, but convincing people of things that he wants from them. Yeah. Yeah. Soft manipulation for sure. Soft manipulation. <laughs> yeah. Diffusing. Totally. He's a people. He's a people person. He's a man of the people for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So now RJ is reluctantly on board and he consents to film Lorraine and Kid Cudi have sex. <laughs> and also my see- man, Kid Cudi, that's three different women within like, Oh yeah. Kid Cudi. Five- you can get it. You- he's exhausted. Someone get him a snack. He's Let fine. him rest. He's, he's like, young. I'm just he's here fine. playing my acoustic guitar. Can I take a break? <laughs> JK, he's not like that at all. He's like flexing. I, like, I love him. Yeah, he's a good character too. He's fun, yeah. Adore did him. you notice Lorraine's underwear? Please tell me you did. Uh, the days of the week underwear? Yes. The Sunday? Uh, yes. yes. I was dying. I was like, I totally forgot these exist. So that was the first moment I had. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe people used to like wear underwear on like the days of the week, like who Correct. started that? That's crazy. And then I was like, how great would it have been if it was a Wednesday? No, that would have upset me. <laughs> so took me out of it so hard that I would have felt physically ill if it was Wednesday. <laughs> so I'm so oh, I didn't glad. even think about it like that. Oh my God. I didn't even think about it like that. What were you thinking about? I was just like, oh, that would have been funny because it's like a reference, but I didn't even think about it like, like oh, that it's she a was a child. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Get out of here. She's a junior. I think I'm just used to like being a large female that's looked like this since I was like in fifth grade. I'm used to seeing people like you, Kate. And I'm like, you could totally pass for like a 17 year old if you wanted to. Like short girls can pass for like really young I do still get carded. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like looking at her, that's just like where my brain goes. I'm like, oh, she's probably older. Yeah, but she's not is the thing (laughs) because we've looked it up. Well, she's uh, she's 20. I feel like 19. She's 19 in the movie, but I mean, yeah, I guess 19 Too is young. a legal adult. That's Too a legal young. It's adult. It's okay date. because it's not, it's not real. Like I'm not watching an actual little teeny porn. It's just Jenna Ortega <laughs> moving on up. It's showbiz baby, but I <laughs> she, wish I didn't. She wanted see to do it. So, and she's a legal also adult. So of, she can make that decision. Of course she can. I'm not saying she can't. It's just hard when I saw her as a high school junior I in know. Wednesday. It's a little hard after this movie. <laughs> I know. At the year after. But I thought of, you haven't seen When Harry Met Sally, have you? I haven't. It just doesn't seem like something I would enjoy. I don't know. <laughs> no. Well, you like rom-coms. So Some you may. rom-coms I do. Yeah. I, this is my favorite. This is in my top three rom-coms is When Harry Met really? Sally. It's a classic. Yeah, it's is a it, classic. I watched Sleepless in Seattle and no. I hated my life no. so much. <laughs> it is not Sleepless in Seattle. And it's always suggested with Sleepless in Seattle. I know it is. It's because it's an 80s rom-com with Meg Ryan. So it's I know like, it's the same girl, right? Literally Sleepless in the- Seattle, I cannot sit through. It's the like, worst it makes fucking me so movie annoyed. ever. Those children are annoying <laughs> and you heard it here first. God, they're so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's uh, she talks about she, it's the very beginning of the movie and it's her and Billy Crystal, which adorable. Yeah. And they're on a road trip. They're getting to know each other, driving from university or whatever. And he was talking about who's the last person that you like had great sex with and stuff like that. And she's talking about her boyfriend named Sheldon, which is hilarious. And he's like, well, why did you break up? And she goes, well, I had these days of the week underpants. Oh, my God. And it was like and I and I lost Sunday and it was this big mystery. Where's Sunday? Where's Sunday? And I told him and he didn't believe me. And he goes, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, they don't make Sunday. And he goes, what? Why? She just goes, because of God. 
What? And that's the whole scene. And it's delightful because of God. And I thought of that watching this movie what does that mean? with a shot of her Sunday underpants. Wait, do I'm they just, really not make Sunday underpants? No, it's not true. No, mine had okay. Sunday. It's not days okay. of the week. Mine is Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never had underwear with days of the weeks on them. I've never known anyone who's done that. What? Okay. Well, now you do. <laughs> they Did came you in a pack. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a seventies thing. Maybe. I didn't realize that was like still happening when we were young. I think I got mine from like the limited two or something. So oh my God, that's something so cute. like that. And they had like little sand, like flip flops or like cherries or like something fun on them. Different oh, that's ones. Fun. Yeah. Did it's you, fun the wait, first week. I need to know if you actually wore them on the appropriate days. Cause you seem like you wouldn't. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course. Of course I, well, like the dryer eats Tuesday and they're right. like, all right, well, I'll just wear Wednesday and Tuesday. And then you're like, well, then I got to wash <laughs> these once. So now nah, I'll just wear the Hanes. <laughs> Then it becomes effort to put on the underwear you paid for. You're like, all right, let's just fucking call it. Yeah. I don't want to have to like look through my drawer for a specific pair of underwear. Real talk. I wish I had a drawer for every day of the week. <laughs> I do. That's every day the of level the week. of organization I, I strive for. Yes. Every day of the week. And then I'm like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's so, very nice. You know what? Bring them back. Bring back days of the week underpants. I miss them. Days <laughs> of the week be- boxers. Let's not make it gender exclusive. Walksers. Girl, I love my walkers, and we are not sponsored. But ladies, if you're tired of having underwear, go up your butt crack. Look up walkers. You too can live in comfort of a snug little walk around your around your butt. But they don't have any Sunday on them. I wouldn't like that. It's too much fabric. Too much fabric. How do you wear tight pants? Um, I don't. You don't? Okay. <laughs> you're right. I'm like, when was the last time I saw you wear tight pants? No. Okay. No. Kim Possible fit all the way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is why Kate can pass for Gen Z. Because of my baggy pants? Yes. 100%. (laughs) Because of my Ugg slides and my baggy pants. That's all all you need. Colored eyeliner, you're in. They're going to get carded. Make sure you carry your ID everywhere. Meanwhile, they're like, they see my skinny jeans and they're like, are you Right this way, madam. Yeah. (laughs) Ma'am. Ma'am. I get ma'amed constantly. I get ma'amed at work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm like, ooh, don't. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, anyway, so RJ's sad and he's hurt and he's cuckolded oh and God, cry me a river. I know, right? Shit. Just talk to your girlfriend. Yeah, she's pissed at him. I do feel like men put a lot more emphasis on spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Men put more emphasis on sex than women do. Let's be real. Like I heard something that was like. A man defines cheating as sex, even if there's no emotion involved. And women define cheating as like emotional cheating, even if there's no sex involved. You know, Emma and I were just talking about that the other day. Oh, really? Because we were watching a different show, a completely unrelated show where someone, someone's ex calls them and they like show up to meet them, even though they have a partner. And it's like they look nice and they show up to meet them. And we're like, that's almost worse than if she had just kiss a stranger at a bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were kind of explaining that to our boyfriends and being like, and they're like, what? They were like, what? No, it's yeah. not. And I'm like, that no, is so much worse. Yep. Going to have mm-hmm. a drink with your ex is so much worse. Yeah. Like if a guy was like, I fucked this girl that I've never met and I've never talked to her since then. And like, I was blackout drunk and I don't remember doing it. 
it's like one thing, but if they like yeah. show up and they like try to look nice and they're like texting them back all the time, so it's like worse. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. One you're grounded and the other you've jeopardized our entire relationship. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All the men listening are like, what? <laughs> That's it. That's let me yeah. be clear. You did not just get up. You did not. Hear, you don't get a go free have pass. sex with people. At the, no, that's not what we said. <laughs> that's not what we said. But that's Pretty a good pass. point, actually. And I didn't think about it when I was watching this movie, but you're totally right. RJ has like built it up in his head. Yeah. And that she's this nice girl. And as soon as this act happens, he's like, like, well, we also don't know if she's had sex with him. Like the assumption is that she has, but she's wearing a crucifix. Not that everyone who's Catholic is saving themselves. I'm just saying like, maybe he's only 23. She's 19. Like maybe they haven't fucked yet. Maybe she was super religious or something like that. Who knows? And like, that would She's be the worst. She's got a different religion now. <laughs> Porn religion. Porn religion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he decides to leave the group and while they're sleeping. So it's nighttime. And yeah. on his drive out. He storms he's, out, grabs the keys. He's like throwing a hissy fit. Of course he is. Of course. He's only 23. <laughs> I know. And I have to, and I have to keep reminding myself of that, of like, I might've thrown a hissy fit in the same situation. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, well, then I'm not going to do your movie. So That's what do you think of that? I'm pretty sure he says that word for word where he's like, try doing this movie without me. Like, he does. He's yeah, he's driving he's throwing a little tantrum. And yeah. but to be honest, I would I kind of expect with I, I would have expected this character had the next scene not happened to like go around the block or like drive two miles. Regret it. Come back. And then come back. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a fit of Emotional. passion and not like a yes. well thought out. <laughs> moment no. um <laughs> a mistake of passion yeah for perhaps real. an oopsie so, doodle but now we actually get to the killing which is great for i've been waiting i'm like this movie where is this why have we not seen anyone be murdered in this slasher so far and then pearl gets there boom, so boom, on, boom, his, boom. <laughs> on his drive out he stopped by pearl who attempts to seduce him which i fucking can't with this lady she's Gross. fucking crazy and when he refuses she stabs him in the neck repeatedly until she decapitates him is it a <laughs> screwdriver is that what she's using i don't know it's so hard to tell my tv was so dark i feel like i missed yeah. so much honestly but this scene is bananas it's fucking crazy yeah because the whole time you're like what is she doing and then she is seducing him and you're like oh my god poorly fuck? yeah like at one point i thought he was kissing her back and i was like are they about to fuck but <laughs> i don't think he was i think my tv was just like really dark rj's oh you're gonna you're gonna have sex with kid cuddy well i got this old lady that just wandered out of her house <laughs> he was like i was like this it wouldn't surprise me though these movies are fucking crazy right so they i'm are. like i'm like waiting for it i'm like okay like he just got in a fight with his girlfriend like let's do it and then no let's and go. then he's He's like, I don't want that. <laughs> she was like, let me take off my robe. He's like, I don't want to see it. And then that her pisses her off. lady robe. Yes. Classic oh, Pearl, though. Don't reject her. We all know what happens. It's bad. <laughs> don't reject her. So she stabs the shit out of him. And now he doesn't have a head. Um, it's, and then, it's, it's pretty great. You got Blue Oyster Cult blaring in the background from yeah. the van you got the red gel from the headlights it's amazing and this i this is the only scene that i have any special effects notes for Ooh, okay because it's practical effects and i've said it before 
Ooh. Say it again. Practical effects are, are the best effects. And that's a hill I'll die on. And I mean that. <laughs> so in this scene, it's it's not really a ton to write home about, but it's it's pretty standard stuff. But it's really cool. So it's a because it's a it's a brutal scene. It's gory. This is yeah. like about as gory as it's going to get. Um, and, you know, she's just stabbing the absolute living shit out of him. He's dying very, very slowly. And so they used a retractable prop knife, of oh, course, cool. for the stabs. And they, they had a prosthetic neck that they would use on him that had a slit in it. And it had a um, tubing <gasps> in the slit of the neck that would pump out the, the blood. That's cool. So, nice. You know, if you, you once you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, of course. But it looks so good. It looks super um, real. And then, of course, you can't have the actor get decapitated because that's against actors. Un- actors unions would throw a fit. <laughs> they so, wouldn't be happy. No, they wouldn't be happy. I think that's one of the things they're striking about. They're like, stop decapitating <laughs> stop all the actors. Decapitating us. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. But they had um, they had RJ. They had like a dummy head of RJ, of course. And then they had a stunt performer. And they did the classic thing where they have the performer's body but his head is underneath like a false door. Cool. And then they have the prop head on top of it. And then the, the performer is like just laying on their back. And so his head and his shoulders are underneath this false floor that they then conceal with this, the fake upper body. And then they can decapitate the head. And then the body just like twitches and moves that is around. Cool. Yeah. That is incredibly pretty, cool. Pretty, pretty neato bandito. Damn. That's awesome. I had yeah, no idea. It. I thought they really decapitated him. Yeah. They, yeah. We we're like, no wonder we don't see that guy in any other movies. They decapitated. <laughs> we did it in front of us. One and done. Yeah. One and done. <laughs> like we got one shot, you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. They're like, let's make it good. Mia Goth, you good? <laughs> all right. I love it. So Lorraine wakes up and notices RJ is missing and she asks Wayne to help her find him. So Wayne is searching in the barn and he accidentally steps on a piece of wood with a nail in it. Oh, it's awful. It's really Tetanus disgusting. Horror. <laughs> your time. next horror. Yeah, this, you're next for sure. <laughs> um, so he sees something moving outside and he like looks through a peep like hole in the wood and pearls on the other side and she shoves a pitchfork through and into his eyes and kills him straight to the brain. She loves a pitchfork. She loves them. She's a barn (laughs) girl, you know? Yeah. I think it's so funny. He has a quote where he says, their eyes are going to pop out of their head when they see this. Oh yeah, he does. (laughs) Aw, famous last words. Oh, boo. Okay. So then Howard asks Lorraine to help him find Pearl He asks her to go to the basement to get a flashlight. And while she is down there, he locks her in. Why do people go to the basement? Like, you can tell she hesitates. This is what we were talking about, Kate. I think in one of our mini episodes about how women don't want to be rude. And you can tell she's like, I don't want to do this. But like, I also, he's a cute little old man and I don't want to be rude. So she goes to the fucking basement and he locks her in. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Old people can kill you too it turns, turns out. out that's the moral of this story <laughs> turns out he has a gun he doesn't need to do anything but pull a trigger <laughs> for real like he got anyway. them middle arms but he got them firearms too <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it so while she's down there she finds naked slash dead wayne 
hanging from the ceiling and has one of the most well-acted scream cry moments I've ever seen. Oh my God. She's, she's outstanding. And that's what I mean when I'm like, I'm not saying she's miscast because of lack of acting or I'm not saying it's just, maybe it's just because she got so fucking famous after this. Yeah. I think that might be what it is. Is like, I honestly, it's just for me. I cannot unsee Wednesday Adams. So I can't. I can't either. And I yeah. see Scream also. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's, but. it's difficult. But yeah, she she's nailing this scene. She's doing so great. Right. Exactly. Nailed the last scene too. <laughs> uh. but, um, <laughs> Get it? Because sex. Kid Cuddy's penis. <laughs> um, so my question is. How did this old ass lady have the strength to string up this dead weight man? And if you're playing bingo this episode, this is Ariana where can't you hit the her disbelief. Ariana yeah. can't suspend disbelief. But seriously, because you know she did that by herself. Because later, Howard goes, Well, where's the guy? And she goes, Oh, I strung him up in the basement. She and did, so it's like, didn't How she? the fuck did you fucking do that? She's like literally 1,000 years old. And he's Bullies a. of sorts. <laughs> yeah, but. Can you picture this woman doing a pulley? I can't. I can't even picture her doing a pulley. I'm trying like, to. Yeah, whatever. No, you're no, you're 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 totally right. And uh, in the scene, I was just really impressed by the the body and okay, all right, gross. Let me let me back up. <laughs> the body was impressive. <laughs> it was fine. No, that's not what I mean. I just mean it looked like a dead body. It looked yeah. like a dead body, and like the bruising, I thought was really like terrifying and like where the bruising was and like where the blood pooling was. And I don't know. It looked like a real dead body to me. That was cool. Yeah. I couldn't tell. This is going to sound weird. I couldn't tell if it was what's his name, uh, Wayne or the RJ guy. But then I remembered RJ got decapitated. But in the moment I was like, which one is that? In the moment I thought it was RJ. Yeah. Because she looks at him and she's like, so freaked out that I'm like, in the moment, I thought it was RJ. You're told, yeah. oh my God, is it not? Is it Wayne? It's Wayne. Wait, you thought it was RJ? Oh, that's right. That's right. Because whenever they come up to the land. RJ's decapitated on the yeah, ground. Yeah, and when they come up to the land, RJ's body is where he's killed. Mm-hmm. And they have that sheet over him. Right. I right. guess I was, you know, the eyes are drawn away from the face. I was drawn you, towards the, the penis. prominent <laughs> penis. <laughs> Didn't notice exactly. his face, if I'm being honest. <laughs> So Howard goes back to the guest house and he asks Kid Cuddy to help him find Pearl. And they split up, rookie mistake, around the lake. Well, he doesn't want to, to be fair to Kid Cuddy. He's like, uh. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like all these people are like sus, you know, but they don't yeah. fucking just say no. Like, just say no. So yeah. Kid Cuddy finds a submerged car in the water, which is great. Yeah, it is. For reasons, if you if you know, you know. For reasons. <laughs> and during the commotion, Howard somehow throws his flashlight in the water and he makes Kid Cuddy think that he fell in. And so when Kid Cuddy comes over to help, Howard shoots him in the chest and blows his body back into the lake, which is so sad. I know. I I'm like sorry. this character. I was bummed. Yeah. Bummed. He had an active last day. He did. He did. You're right. He fucked three women on his last day. What am I saying? Beautiful women. You're right. You know what? He had a good life. Yeah. He's fine. He's okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. Pieces. (laughs) So Pearl sneaks into the guest house, gets naked, and gets into bed with Maxine. 
and starts caressing her body with her bloody ass hands. I hate it. I love it. And I hate it so it's much. It's pretty great. This is what the visit needed. This is all I'm saying. Ew, this, is the, uh, this is what we needed from the visit. We don't need this 13 in the visit. just scratching on walls and blah, blah. It's like, okay. okay the visit is PG 13. I'm pretty sure. That's what makes it lame. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it is true. Ugh. But it, okay. Let me see how much the visit made though. Let's be real. Probably a fuck ton because it was Shyamalan. It's the only bad thing he ever did. <laughs> That's the only. Okay, well, she's fucking with us. <gasps> oh my god! So the visit made nine. All right, budget of five million. No. Ninety-eight point five no. million dollars. That movie pulled. No. Ninety-eight point five. Everyone saw it so, because they heard it was bad. I know people really like this movie for some reason. Yeah, everyone's Shyamalan's. Rying into a fistful of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah, it's it's PG thirteen. I just confirmed it. That's so bad. I just I feel like people that I trust to tell me good recommendations for horror tell me they like this movie, and by this movie I mean the visit, and I don't understand it. But anyway, we're not talking about the visit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Going Aren't on tangents. <laughs> Aren't we? Um. So Maxine wakes up and screams because she has a bloody handed old lady caressing her. And her screams wake up Bobby Lynn in the next room. So now we're back at the main house and Lorraine. I do love that all the boys are dead first. Me too. And I like that the black guy didn't die first too. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Yes. 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 So like, and and we're not saying that because we want to kill boys or we want all boys to be dead. I just mean, it's always the fucking beautiful, sexually active blonde girl who gets hit first. It's always like, Kate who dies first. And I've had enough, to be honest. <laughs> Justice for bimbos. Justice for all of us. Justice for toeheads. Toehead. Ariana, I hate that you use that word. Ariana, tell me what toehead means. <laughs> they said toehead in this movie, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I Googled it. But now I'm going to never stop calling Kate a toehead. So. It means that you're pale and you have... T- all right, my hair isn't light blonde. It means you're pale and you have light blonde hair. And also, whenever I looked it up after you called me one, it said light blonde, typically unkempt hair. I know. Like, Isn't it's true. <laughs> You're it's like, true, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you would love it if I called your hair unkempt. I feel like just I curly, would. curly, unkempt witch hair. Tangled. Tangled. <laughs> Rat's nest. Ratty mouse hair. <laughs> you know what? That's why I didn't take toe head so bad because I've been. My hair has been called everything horrendous. Dishwater blonde, right? Dishwater still bothers me to this day. Um, and I've had people who worked at salons call me that. Like, dishwater, mousy, blonde. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. You what know what, Because it's, like, it's like cool undertones? Is that what that Cause means? Because it's, it's like, I guess, yeah, I guess. Because it's like but cool and not like warm, bright blonde. I guess. I don't know. All I know yeah, is I don't know either. it's 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 becoming because I've started to get compliments on my hair color from younger people. I'm like, fucking finally. And I it's figured they it out. think you're one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, because apparently the new thing or one of the new things, trust me, I'm not in and my hair is not in, but I'll take what I can get. And if I'm not being called mousy dishwater or toehead <laughs> is um, bronze. <laughs> They're like, it's a summer bronze. Oh, wow. Oh, because it's like brown blonde. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes, I have heard of that. Way better. Bront. Yes, I like it. Yeah. 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 So um, Ariana can call me a toehead. None of you can call me a (laughs) toehead. Club members, no passes have been given to you. 
<laughs> Toehead. Kate Toehead. Kate Toehead Thompson. That's her. <laughs> I love it. Hate it. Hate it, but I also do love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're back at the main house and Lorraine finally gets her shit together and oh, finds man. an axe to chop down the door to the basement. That was the first thing I said. I was like, bitch, you're literally surrounded by power tools. Do not tell me you can't get out of this fucking basement. Oh, Give she, me a fucking well, break. And then she, she makes the dumbass decision to chop down the door to the house and not the literal cellar door to the backyard. Bless. Why would you not get out of the house anyway? The door, so, seems, I will say, I, it seems a lot easier to like hack down a horizontal door. I'm so sorry. It was just like a vertical, normal angled door. <laughs> a horizontal horizontal door. door. No, the other one, vertical <laughs> versus like a 45 degree angle upward. I'm sure you're right. And I thought about that too, but it's also like literally you had a person trap you in their basement would you rather try to escape outside of their house or try to escape into their house yeah i wouldn't want to go back in. i don't even know if i'd want to try to go back in i might just wait to chop his head off yeah also yeah exactly she's surrounded by tools she's surrounded by sharp objects i'm sure that bitch has a gun down there also like Maybe, why did she not yeah. explore her shit longer and arm herself there's a dead body in there who cares they make it clear when later in the movie, they make it clear that her motivation is exclusively get out of basement. That's it. fair. But also, if I see a dead body, that's more of a motivation for me to like be ready and like arm myself. Like, I'm not like I want to get away from this dead body. I'm like, I don't want to become a dead body. That's because you're a bad bitch and they wouldn't put you <laughs> in a horror movie. Ariana, you wouldn't it get invited a- <laughs> to the barn. See, if this were me a goth, she would have done it right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So would she? Probably. We'll see. So Wednesday tries to reach through Not Wednesday. her chopped door to unlock it. And oh, surprise, surprise, it. Howard smashes her hand with the butt of his gun so she can't unlock the door. And instead of going to the other door, see now, bitch, you don't have a fucking hand to chop with, right? Like, Oh, God, her hand gets so messed up. Her hand is like a full bloody pulp. God. It's disgusting. I felt it. I just... I felt that scene. I, yeah. was, I felt it. Just her getting her hand smashed into pieces and realizing that that's not, you can't go out that way. Right. What are you going to do? Go the other way. <laughs> How? I don't know. She's a million power. She's literally in the basement with all of his power tools. Like, well, she's got one hand now. <laughs> well, that's on she's her. She's accustomed to two. That's on that's on her. <laughs> that's on her. Oh my god. No pity from this bitch. I'm surprised you did at least appreciate the the uh, shining I did. there. Yes, I did like that. Very cool. Very nice. I feel like there was a shining Oh, it was um in your next. There was also a someone yes. chopping down the door and it was like a shining moment. We love it. We enjoy it every time. Every time. So, now we're with Bobby Lynn, my favorite. She finds Pearl, standing at the edge of the lake and thinking that she's lost and confused, attempts to help her, but Pearl slaps her. I love this and scene. Pushes her into the lake. She's like trying to be so sweet. She's like, oh my goodness, here's my shawl. My nana gets confused sometimes and just gets slapped across the face. Fully by Pearl. slapped. Yeah. And she's like, Pearl's okay, like, bitch. don't pay me. Yeah. She's <laughs> I just Christ. love it. I know. And then the alligator is alive and well and 
bites her head. Incredible. And alligator rolls her and kills her. So it's bad. It's a full death. It's a great scene. Yeah. It's a great good. kill. It reminds me of another scene in a different movie that's similar to this. I wonder what you're talking about. I wonder what she could. <laughs> she's like, no spoilers, you say. I'll just. No spoilers. Tip my, dip my little toe on this side of that pond. See if she says anything. Watching for Kate's reaction as I talk. I'm just scrunching my face up furiously like, waiting to see. It. Don't, don't say do it. it. Don't do it. So. Pearl and Howard return to the guest house and are suddenly sexually aroused and oh my god, have sex. So we get to see old people fucking, even though they're not really old people. They're, uh, I guess, Mia Goth. And this guy, did you know the actor who plays Howard is only seven years older than the actor who played Wayne? It was just a lot of prosthetics on him, too. I'm glad they did that because it makes the prosthetics look less weird when they For both, both of have them. them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I'm they really, really keep it dark the whole time when you don't really do. get good views of these prosthetics. So and I prefer it that. It's like yeah. if you if it's going to be something like that, like hide it from me as much as you can. Show me as little as possible, which is why yes. I love when we get to see like creepy pearl face, like just peeping in a window or like these little tiny slits yeah. Of getting, you know, but I, or like in it's a red enough. lens of the car headlights. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't want to just see her face in the light of day. Not only because yeah. it's ugly, but because it's not going to look like a real old lady's face. <laughs> yeah. That's me, a goth with some plastic on her and some latex. It's amazing. It's just is crazy to me, like how hard these people work that do movies like 10 oh, hours yeah. of prosthetics for a scene where we don't even get to see it really. Yeah, that well. So it's just yes. like insane. The commitment. I just can't. That's crazy. And it's a commitment, I think, to the um, trilogy and not because if this was just a standalone movie, they could have made it still Mia Goth and it would have still played the, you know, the coveting and the what what Pearl sees and Maxine. It would have still played the same, but it would the payoff would not have been as good as, OK, next up, it's Mia Goth. In her full yeah. Mia Goth glory as Pearl, and then yeah. Mia Goth in her full Mia Goth glory as Maxine. If they had all, if it had been a standalone movie, I don't know that it would have been worth it. But no, I I'm agree. glad they did yeah. it. I like that it's very meta. I like that it's very. like so much overlap that you're just like your mind's exploding. You're like, why? Why do I need this? That's crazy. If you guys um, want to have a good time, go to our Pearl episode and listen to me, Ariana telling me that I am confused and thinking <laughs> politely trying to correct me on the characters and I'm like no they're both played by me and God and you're like no not the she's an old lady I'm like uh-huh <laughs> I was so confused I was like no Kate I'm talking about the actress and you're like yes <laughs> I know <laughs> you're like I understand uh crazy so funny Crazy. But yeah, they don't they don't look alike at all. But damn it, when they open their mouth, it's like, yep, that's her. Yeah, you can tell by the and it's not even like the tone of voice, because I like I said, I do think Mia Goth does a great job imitating an old lady voice, but she says yes, she does certain things a certain way, and you're like, okay, it's Mia Goth. Got but it. But Maxine in this movie sounds like Pearl and Pearl to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. You're right. I guess it is a little bit of a different. It's that same Southern drawl. They're both from Texas. You know, they got that sweet yeah. twang to their voice. Yeah. Which makes everything more unsettling. <laughs> You're right. And I think that Pearl has a little bit 
obviously a different of a twang, like almost like a less. Does she? I don't like less of a twang than Maxine. They say the same more, lines. I mean, I, more I don't know. Of a twang. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's meant to be. The in same. my my head canon is that they're the same voice and that's intentional. That's my head canon, but that's nice. Yeah, I haven't seen Pearl in a minute, so I could be just making that up for my own enjoyment. <laughs> but when yeah. they, they both say the same line in um, I guess you're right. Maxine does it, and Pearl does. Yes, multiple lines. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Very cool. Very but it's, cool. The, it's a final line that we'll get to. But yeah, I heard that. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Time cool. to go rewatch Pearl. Damn it. <laughs> Again. So we have to do X Pearl X Pearl is what you're X-Pearl, saying. X Pearl X Pearl Maxine. That's how it's. That's how the view is. <laughs> and then X Pearl Maxine one more time for good measure. X Pearl X X Pearl X Pearl Maxine X Pearl Maxine Pearl X. Correct. Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> it'll take three days, but it'll be worth it. Don't worry. It'll be worth. It'll it. be worth it. Our film class would be a nightmare. No one would want to attend it. Oh no! Absolutely not. If we were teachers and we had we were trying to have like a day off, you know, and we rolled the big TV in, I'd be it would be Pearl. Oh, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> we had Except that would be lot, but... so I'd be so emotionally invested watching Pearl again <laughs> that I Scoot wouldn't over, feel <laughs> like yeah. I'd be like it would make room with my class. popcorn. Yeah. You're like this is earth sciences. <laughs> I'd be like shh. It's the best part. Shh. It's the best part. Todd, I will write a letter to your mom. Did <laughs> not appreciate Mia Goth's performance. <laughs> Todd, damn it, Todd. Fucking Todd. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Pearl and Howard are fucking and Maxine oh, is hiding under the bed, which is great. It's awful. Like, how did she get under the bed? I'm confused how this all she worked was, out. But. She was in the house and then they came into the room suddenly. Classic. Okay, so she was hiding under the bed, and then they got on the bed. Okay. Ear, ear. Got it. On the um, little farm bed. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible yeah, scene. Yeah, they show too much. Too and much. I, it's, it's, again, it's intentional. And I think, like, it's how much they show of the, like, the young, beautiful people having sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then turning that on its head and being like, no. Yeah. You're going to watch. You, you got it's You got to pay your dues now. <laughs> Yeah. Kid Cuddy and Britney Snow are dead. You get Howard and Pearl. <laughs> you will watch it and you will like it. So this movie has four sex scenes. Do you feel like there's a horror movie that has more than this number of sex scenes? I wanted to Google it, but I didn't want to Google it. I know. it's you got to be careful. Got to turn that safe search on. I know. Um, I know. I'm trying to think. Um, definitely not. I can't not think of any. Minute, I think if we're talking about like minutes and like a, a rated R movie, not anything above R. Sure. American Psycho has a decent amount of sex scenes. They're just shorter. You know what I mean? I guess you're right. Yeah, but it's not really showing the sex as much as no. this is. No, but, but it is. That's what this, that, it's a scene, but it's like just, you know, flexing in the mirror and what, <laughs> what happened. Right. You. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. So a lot of sex in this movie. <laughs> you think? <laughs> so, yeah. So then she runs out from under the bed or I guess like sketches her way out while they're distracted. And, um, she manages to escape to the van where she finds RJ's corpse and <clears throat> she finds that the van's tires are slashed. So yeah, that she, took some strength. Actually. I, I, I was done thinking it. <laughs> Kate's the tires like, I slash firm. all the tires of every I boy. Sl- don't wrong me. Don't wrong her. 
No, I would never because tires are so expensive so, and I don't want to be liable like to that. That's like $1,000 right there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're sturdy. Like they're firm. But this was the 70s. So it was probably like $5. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> 50 cents a tire. Buy two chunks of gasoline. Get a yeah. tire. Get it off the pile <laughs> Get a free in the tire. Back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So she is smart and she's like, fuck, because she can't use this car, obviously. So she... Gets the Girl, gun. I'd be driving on the rims. <laughs> you wouldn't get very far, but yeah. I would not have, but I no, still would have done I it. I fully thought she was going to try to drive. I was like, is she going to drive? Because she does get in, but she's getting the gun out of the glove box. So then she yes. uses her gun and goes back into the house to like find the keys. Gun, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so she hears Lorraine Brave screaming girl. from the basement and frees her and Lorraine's freaking out and screaming and then of course Howard and Pearl fucking hear her and then come in and find them no and then, she runs out and yeah and then Lorraine attempts to run but I Howard love that shoots scene. her in the head it's like if you were gonna do that just fucking do that already like why did you even do the basement thing like was he saving her for I, Pearl um I think he was saving her for Pearl because he keeps okay. saying I got one in the basement and she's like I don't want that one right yeah. I'm like, they're pretty similar. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. If you squint, they look very similar. They look similar. It's fine. She's so, like, no, the other one's special. This part, I'm like, okay. They decide in that very moment, while they have a gun pointed at them, oh my to God. attempt to move Jenna Ortega's body back in the house for some reason. I don't understand why. Um, because they say like, oh, well bring it in the house and if the police find her in the house then it will say it's self-defense but it's like there's blood everywhere also you have a physical gun pointed at you currently can't you just move this body later but anyway again i'm not gonna did they know they had a gun pointed at them i don't think they did yet oh maybe they didn't you're right you're right yeah she's hiding you're right they're bringing them they're bringing the bodies in um so that they're bringing her in so that they have more time to take the other ones and sink them in the lake Right, exactly. But I'm also like, I just feel like it's not a priority yet. But I don't know, whatever. They're like, let's bring her in the house. So they're like dragging her body into the house. And the body like twitches. It after... like twitches and like spits up blood. Yeah, it like spits up blood and twitches. And Howard gets startled to the point where he has a heart attack and dies. Lol. <laughs> Which I'm like, you've fully shot people. You've pushed people into the lake and this is what startles you into having a heart attack but he just fucked so maybe he was right i did look that up and hopkins medicine does say if you have a heart condition you should ask a friend to move the body yeah (laughs) you shouldn't do it yourself (laughs) amazing we love it thank you hopkins Uh, medicine thank you thanks (laughs) so maxine finds the keys to howard's truck and attempts to shoot pearl but Finds that her pistol is not loaded. And then Pearl oh, shoots yeah. Maxine. With a shotgun. With, ha- with Howard's shotgun. But misses. But the recoil sends Ooh. Pearl backwards. And she finally breaks her hip. Which they've been talking about her breaking her hip all movie. Which I thought that was pretty funny. She actually breaks her hip. I did too. Hip. Yeah. Turns out they are fragile. Yeah. <laughs> Howard's like, my heart, my heart. And Pearl's like, my hip. And then they both die of exactly what they're worried exactly about. Exactly what you, I love. Which is have you ever great. shot a shotgun before or like a. I have, yes. Yeah. It bruises yeah, and, you. 
It hurts, man. It fucking hurts you. Yeah. She flies when she fucking, she oh, also yeah. not bracing it because she's like doing it quickly. So she like fucking yeah. flies. She's also like 70 pounds. <laughs> she's also like so old and decrepit. A bag of bones just shaking <laughs> loose in a nightgown. Yes. So- Osteoporosis just gone. <laughs> flying out the window. Immediately breaks a hip. So Pearl's lying on the ground in pain and she's asking Maxine for help, which I'm like, really? Okay. And then classic Pearl. Yeah. Right. And then Maxine is like, fuck you, bitch. And she's like walking away. And of course, Pearl's demeanor changes immediately. And she starts to insult her and call Call her a whore. whore. And then Maxine gets in the truck and reverses the truck and then runs over Pearl's head yeah. Smashes it twice before driving away. I loved it. Which is so great. And I'm just like so confused by everything. I'm like, she's obviously got final girl energy. She doesn't give a fuck. She's willing to like murder people in order to get out of a situation she doesn't like. But at the beginning of the movie, when they pass a cow that got hit by a car, she literally almost vomits. And she says, I don't like blood and guts. And then she, at the end of the movie rolls over someone's head and crushes adrenaline's it. a funny thing also cocaine's a funny thing <laughs> cocaine's a funny thing yeah jesus yeah i also i did write um moogore as another option <laughs> and i drew a yes. little cow <laughs> yes i love it moogore for sure yeah you we are, we are treated to us to a jump scare of a dead yeah. cow like split open in the yeah. road yeah which i was like okay it's not quite sure. how it's yeah. okay it's fine we it's fine we'll suspend our disbelief for that but not anything for that else. but nothing else that <laughs> nothing. was you your get one. one you get you one get, with ariana you get and one and you spent it early <laughs> you spent it on the cow <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it ty west <laughs> oh here's another thing i don't like so the next morning <laughs> The police arrive at the house. Who fucking called the police? They live in the middle of fucking nowhere. And also, why have they not been investigated for any other murders in the house before this? Because it's 1979. Who called the police, though, this time? Who called the police is a good question. Um, Maxine, probably, I would assume. Would she? Would she? I I would. I don't feel like she would be in that. I don't feel like she's the kind of character to do that. Like, because at some point... They're going to figure out that she backed over someone's head. <laughs> no, they're not. Girl, pay phones, honey. She'll step on the side of the road. And just be like, hey, like murders happened at this place. Yeah. But why? What is her motivation for that? Why would she do that? Because her bay is strung up, but she doesn't seem to give a fuck. Wouldn't you? I feel like that's the normal reaction to immediately. No, yeah, call I'm the just police. saying she doesn't seem to give a fuck. It just doesn't feel like it's in her character to then call the police or do the right thing or whatever. I don't you think know? it's about doing the right thing. I think it's about not letting them get away with it. Even in, even in death. Okay. So she's calling the police on Pearl and Howard then, even though they're I, dead I and would. it doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. It's like a final fuck you. Also, she did like, like Wayne. So yeah. I wouldn't want to think that his body is still there strung up. I guess so. I'd want that taken care of. <laughs> She just, I mean, like, Lorraine seems more upset about it than she is. I guess she doesn't see it. I guess she doesn't know that he's strung up, actually, in retrospect. Um, she didn't see his body. No. Right. 
Right. She didn't see his body and she didn't she know didn't he go was look dead. Blood. Yeah. I guess she didn't That's even know he show was dead. That's showbiz, baby. She's like deuces and she Gotta fucking go. peels out. My yeah. coke's wearing off. Yeah, for real. Crazy. So, yeah. So then we're back at the house and it's revealed on Pearl and Howard's television that Maxine is the daughter of a fanatical Christian preacher. Yeah, like some evangelical TV yeah, preacher. Who's like, speeches have been frequently played throughout the film. And it's kind of been on in like Pearl and Howard's house. And apparently Maxine is this guy's daughter, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's also like, would this preacher like just show his congregation a picture of his daughter? Probably not. But okay. For sure. Oh, my God. Really? They're all. Yeah. So um, evangelical churches and priests, preachers, they're not priests, preachers are all about like showing off their perfect little family. So it's very common for them to be like have the you know, the wife of the preacher come on stage and then like the daughters and like seeing them grow up because it it's them kind of showing like, this is how you should be raising your family. You, this is what you're striving for in terms of like family. Even a daughter that's like not doing well slash is a sex worker now. And <laughs> their, their head canon is that she's been um, tempted by Satan. You know what I mean? She's a yeah. victim. Okay. And that can okay. happen to your daughter. And we're trying to help our daughter. So come on. Come on now. Put your put your money in the hat <laughs> for Maxine. I Stay away from sex and drugs and pray for my baby girl. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. I guess I could see that for sure. Okay. Yeah. So he like pulls a curtain off and it's her fucking giant face with like her freckles. And it's her so very cute distinct and, freckles. And yeah, we immediately know who it is. And we're like, okay. And then the police discover the camera and speculate that it contains a quote one goddamn fucked up horror movie which is pretty good I love it. that's the last like, i did also like <laughs> quote of the movie because the sheriff is pretty stoic throughout all of this as he's looking at like this scene that has yeah. unfolded here and then one of his deputies comes up with the camera pretty great evidence goes what do you think is on it <laughs> and he goes Dumbass. how the fuck should i know yeah <laughs> He's like, are you for real right now? There's a decapitated head out. I don't fucking know. Jesus Christ. I am a county sheriff. (laughs) Damn. It's a great, it's a great moment. It's a good like uh, meta moment. We like people talking about horror movies in horror movies. Always. Always. And then we get Maxine. We get that final treat of Maxine saying one of the Pearl lines and she sounds just like Pearl. And she goes, the whole world is going to know my name. Yeah. It's so great. We In love spite it. of all this shit that happened. She's That's like, her I will be the best still. adult star, adult yep. film star. And I meant it when I said it. Yep. <laughs> Come oh, hell God. or high water. She's, yeah. She's like, you're a fucking sex symbol when she's talking to herself you're in the mirror. You're a fucking sex symbol. You're a goddamn sex symbol. Oh my God. Her trying to amp herself up and call her a sex symbol after getting creeped on by Pearl in her house. I know. And she's like, this isn't working. Cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine it is. Yeah. Cocaine it is. Jesus Christ. So I am so excited to see what happens to my girl Maxine in the final installment. I hope the final installment is similar to Pearl in that it focuses on Maxine and gives us a huge character development. That's what I want. I want more of that. 
I think it's going to be more of a character piece and less of a slasher for sure. Um, Good. I think that it makes sense that the first one was a slasher because it kind of opens. If they had gone in straight with Pearl, I think that which I'm not saying Pearl is a great standalone movie and you don't have to watch it with the other ones. I truly believe that. I think the X is also I really do. If you like slashers, it's good. But um, I think that it's harder to appeal and gain the interest of a wide commercial audience by starting with Pearl and saying, "Okay, there's going to be two more of these. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I feel, yeah, maybe. I Think agree about your average the, moviegoer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Pearl might be a little too weird for people, I think. For an introduction, at least. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, I believe that. I do know Definitely. some about Maxine. Oh, tell me everything. I want to know. A little, not much. I'm hoping that we get some, I'm hoping it goes for like an American Psycho um, kind of vibe. I, that's what I'm gunning Ooh. for is more like this capitalist 80s aesthetic. Nice. Yeah. Because she is going to LA and it's the 80s and she's entering the adult film industry, which we're not in Texas anymore, honey. It's going to be mm. a different game and she yeah. doesn't have Wayne with her. So we know that it follows the events of X as Maxine heads out to 1980s LA seeking fame. It's still Ty West. It's still A24. The cast that we've got so far, Kevin Bacon's here, y'all. Oh, my God. I love it. He's a P.I. He's a private eye. I love it. Perfect. Jeez. Um, Giancarlo Esposito is here. He's um, you might know our boy Gus from Breaking Bad. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? I did. But so long ago, I haven't seen it in a while. I don't he's remember the, the chicken guy. I don't remember. Oh, my God. No. Well, he's very famous now because <laughs> of Breaking Bad. Um, only he's not in the meth industry anymore, baby. He's in the adult film industry. Hell yeah. Adult <laughs> film. Also, Halsey's here. I don't know. What? I don't know. That's crazy. Um, I know. Lily Collins is also here. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm trying to be open to it. Yeah. I mean, if you had heard this cast, I mean, you wouldn't I be like, okay. You would have been like, I'm so excited. my pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 100%. excited. So I'm trying to get hype for like Halsey and Lily Collins. It's just, it's, you know, it's crazy. Brittany yeah. Snow and Kate Cuddy. You're right. And You're Jenna right. Ortega. It's a tough act to follow. You're right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. I'm interested to see which of these three movies is my favorite. And also what the vibe is of the third movie. Cause if it matches the first one, it can't, it's going to be, yeah, it has to be completely different. Also, Maxine's not going to go around you know, stu- sticking screwdrivers in people's faces that I know of. I don't know. We have, <laughs> we've just got, we've just dipped our toes in that we alligator got the pond. the smallest amount of Maxine yeah. and so, how savage she is. Yeah. I'm ready to see what she, what she will do for fame. Cause I don't know much, Hell yeah. but my brother lived in LA for a minute and it's tough out there. Mm, mm-hmm. It's a dog eat dog world. So I'm wondering to oh, see how damn. this small town girl does after with, <laughs> with, with the PTSD that doesn't make it any easier. Yeah. And the Coke addiction. <laughs> She's got her Coke. She's good. I bet there's more in LA. So we'll I'm see. I'm sure there's a lot more. We'll see how that goes. But before we move any further, I did want to rank my kills. Yeah, I was going to say, please tell me your ranked kills. I knew you would do it. Let's do it. Shuffling my papers. All right. <laughs> I'll start from the last one. Number seven, Jackson with a shotgun. Yeah. It was good, not great. Sure. It was just I agree. got shot in the chest. I did like that he flew into the pond. That was fun. I liked it. <laughs> um, 
but there are a lot of good kills. So number six, Wayne with a pitchfork to the brain. Ooh, that's number six. Okay. That's number six. And I liked right. it. I liked it. Yeah, it's it a fun. good one. They're all good. Um, number five, Lorraine with the Red Rover shotgun. Red Rover, Red <laughs> Rover, said Lorraine right over. Her just like running wildly out the door and then just like clotheslined. Fully, shot. fully shot. Yeah. Oh my God. Loved it. Um, number four, Howard's heart attack via Lorraine. I liked it. <laughs> I guess you're right. The whole time I was like, where's this heart attack going to be? But I forgot that it was like Lorraine spewing blood body that yeah. caused it. It's like she got him back. And I'm like, that's right, girl. Oh, you're right. I like <laughs> Don't that. let him get away with that. You're right. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And I like that we finally got treated to the heart attack that has been built up and built up. And then they, like, they keep, and you're waiting whenever they're having sex, you're waiting for him to die on the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's just like some random fucking thing. I'm like, ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? <laughs> number four. So number three is Bobby Lynn, Death by Alligator. Loved it. Oh, I love Bobby Lynn. I'm sad. I know. Yeah. But I like that she got a very dramatic death. It's what she would have wanted. Me too. It's a good one. Yeah. Number two, Pearl with the shattered hip and then the head run over. The Pretty head great. literally run over. <laughs> As she's like screaming as the tire is approaching her head. Yeah. It was great. It's a great ending for her beautiful life. You're like, is she going to do it? Is she not going to do it? Yeah. I loved it. She does and it twice. And then, obviously, number one, it's RJ with the decapitation to Blue Oyster Cult. Mwah! I had no notes for that scene. Practical effects. So good. No notes. We A love plus. it. Yeah. Loved it. I agree. It was long. It was like the whole song. It was vicious. I love it so much more now that I know how they did it. I know, right? Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. We're all about that labor of love. Yeah. Well, I have some rankings as well. Hit me. I have top three Bobby Lynn quotes. Please. I love her. I need people to understand why we love her. Okay. Number one. Everybody likes sex. It's a gas. We're just not afraid to admit it. Queer, straight, black, white. It's all disco. I fucking love that. I know. I know. It's all disco. I got, I got in. A, I want to bring back saying that's so disco or like it's all disco. <laughs> yes. I'm also playing a video game for my gamers. Play Disco Elysium if you like RPGs at all. It's really, really good. But like the whole <laughs> game, it's like you're kind of judged on like how you dress your character and like how you act. And you can kind of like be like all about being disco. <laughs> It's like real life, it sounds like. It's like IRL, yeah. Everyone yeah. is. Everyone needs you to be more disco. And you can go one route where you're like, that's disco, baby. <laughs> and like doing drugs and being oh. psycho. And you're all about being as much disco as you can be. Oh my God. So that's what I did, obviously. But yeah, it's I love groovy, love disco. So it's all disco, baby. Cute, I love it. Queer, straight, white, black. You have to work on bringing that back. Bring it Definitely. back. <laughs> what else did my girl say? All right. Two, my number two. So Kid Cudi says, I think I love you. And Bobby Lynn goes, bless your heart. Bless your heart. I love it. <laughs> She's so savage. I fucking love, love it. it. Yeah. This is like after they just like fully had like crazy porn sex. And then he's like, I think I love you. And she's like, bless no, your heart. No, it was after they had the crazy porn sex. And then he's like kind of Thinking flexing he's and like, feeling good about himself. Yeah. And he's like. 
she's like making fun of him essentially being like you think you're all like hot shit she's like i'm an actress bitch <laughs> yeah and then does like a full fake orgasm also yeah. very when harry met sally of her and then he gets kind of like crestfallen about it like pouty about it yeah and then she's like kind of just like being a bossy bitch like i don't care what you think about it like that's how it is yeah he's just like i think i love, I think you. I love you amazing yeah. bless your heart <laughs> perfect use of bless your heart Yes, I know. Yeah, perfect use. If you don't know what it means, it means that. <laughs> it's it yeah, it's like a oh, honey. Yeah, it's kind of like um I pity you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's number 2. And then number 3, we have Bobby Lynn say, "Your little boyfriend is cute. You help him with all his films." Lorraine, "Sometimes, yeah. Is that your boyfriend?" And then Bobby Lynn goes, "Sometimes, yeah." <laughs> I love her. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that was so, like, quick and hilarious. She's witty. She's clever. She's fucking funny. I will say I liked Bobby Lynn's character so much that when Wayne was mean to Bobby Lynn, which he was a lot, he was, like, constantly shitting on her, like, threatening to... Trying to keep her in her place. Yeah. And that pissed me off. That's why Wayne pissed me off. That and the fact that he left his wife for a stripper, a young stripper, that pissed me Not off. Great. 20 years younger than him. Yeah. That pissed me off yeah. too. Other Wayne's than that, I'm team Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, for real. For real. Ugh. I did I did I did like that Wayne was a layered character and that he like he wasn't all bad, he wasn't all good. Right. It's complicated. He was complex and real. Just like you know real I mean? life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had his flaws. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now I have a Pearl versus Maxine moment. Okay. Just well, a I- few, besides the obvious. Just a few similarities. What's the... Okay, fine. Besides the obvious that they're played by the same fucking character. Oh, same fucking I thought you meant the actress. movies. Oh, no. Kate's like, stop telling us I was like, we Pearl get it. Things. <laughs> like, okay. and here's my list of how Pearl is superior to X. I was like, go ahead. <laughs> get it off your chest. Kind of, though. Okay, no. <laughs> so this is, this is how their characters are similar. So... These are just topical things. You don't have to worry. So number one, they both do this weird silent shush thing with their finger to their lips. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. They both are like, shh. It's very weird. Um, two, they both have controlling parents that they escaped from. Yep. Three are a bunch of quotes. So you already kind of hinted at one. So we have the world. The whole world is going to know my name. I'm sick and tired of never getting what I want. Yeah. And then I will not accept a life I do not deserve. That one was so like whenever she said it, I was like, holy shit. I know it's powerful because I didn't remember it when I saw Pearl from X at all. Right. Because it it was just I don't know. I was like, oh, boy. So we're doing like they're fully doing this. This is so there's so much thought and intent that went into this decision with the casting and with the characters. I love it. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's very much like the message of the movie, like do have fun while you're young, like grab life by the balls, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like live your best life and do what you want to do because you're going to get old. And it's just very cyclical. And it's like this young girl has no idea that like things are going to get to that point. And it's all very naive. And the old woman is regretful. So it's just like a, the circle of life and, you know, doing your best with your life when you're young, I guess which is pretty cool. It's a pretty awesome, uh, 
it's it's displayed in such an awesome and artistic way i think um the message is so fucking cool like using the same actress to really hammer it in is fucking great yeah so cool because otherwise i feel like i'm being lectured you know what i mean exactly because otherwise you're telling me and you're not showing me exactly Mm -hmm. yeah it wasn't like ham-handed by any means you definitely Mm -hmm. have to look into it but it was like the perfect and complete allegory which is what we love that's all she wanted from men. That's she all didn't I get it. Wanted. Uh. <laughs> but I know uh. you love men and you gave men a really good score. So I'm wondering how you're going to rate this out of 10. Ooh. I'm curious. And I'm pretty okay. sure you gave Pearl. Uh, I don't think you were in the habit of giving 10s back then, although I could be wrong. I think I gave Pearl a 10. I'm not. I'll have to go back and listen. I'll have to listen. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. I can't think of a reason why I wouldn't have, but I don't know. Yeah, but Ariana anyway. would never admit this, but she does also go a little bit off of emotions. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she, I do. Definitely. Now she's feeling. And you did go through a phase where you're like, 10 out of 10 doesn't exist here. 10 out of 10. <laughs> you let go of that a little bit. You let go of it here and there if they just hit your heart right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. if there was ever a movie that you would have given or in your heart, I know you gave it a 10. It's Pearl. So I'm pretty sure I can't think of a reason why I wouldn't have given it a 10 out of 10. So I think we I both, can't either. Do we? I think we both gave it a 10 out of 10. I definitely gave it a 10 out of 10. Okay. But I, you yeah. know, I think my, we both I play did. a little fast and loose with my 10s, if I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, no regrets. It's based on my feelings. My feelings are valid. <laughs> same, 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 same. Um, I mean, I've already said that this just was slightly disappointing for me just because I expected it to be similar to Pearl in the way that I liked Pearl, but it was very Mm -hmm. different. And I think it did other things better than what Pearl did, but I, it's not the things that I liked about, you know, about, I guess how Kate said it. I'm not a huge fan of slashers. I feel like the kills were very similar in both movies, but Pearl had better character depth and that's what kept me entertained until the kills so i liked pearl a lot better than this movie i felt like the beginning Mm -hmm. was very flat i don't know how you feel about that kate but um so i'm gonna give this eight out of ten hairbrushes (laughs) that's more first of all gross that scene was awful (laughs) pearl just like brushing her freaking balding wispy ass weird and and also i'm glad that i can say that because that's not a real old lady (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's a wig. Um, <laughs> was that higher than you thought? Way higher than I thought yeah. that you were going to give it. I was I, preparing myself for a six. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I was going to do a seven, but I did really like the writing. I did really like the characters. I liked that they all were very complex and they were all very real. And I felt like the writing and the dialogue was amazing. Um, and I liked the cinematography. It's just that... I wanted more, I guess I was just bored for longer in this Mm -hmm. movie than I was with Pearl. And so there were aspects that I liked a lot. So I did add a point for like the dialogue and the writing. So that's why I gave it an eight, but I was leaning more towards a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it was just off your like gut reaction of like, right. Liking the movie or not. Yeah. I get that. Um, I am more a fan of slashers than you. Like that's just, I, I like slashers a lot more. Um, I, I, I can appreciate the pacing of a slasher and that it's going to be very different than kind of your more, you're, you're more art housey and more dark, which tends to be more even pacing. I'll say more even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I can totally understand how this movie is very like dark, like literally and visibly. It's a, it's a dark movie. Mm-hmm. Shadows. <laughs> it's hard to see. I couldn't see a lot of things. It, 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 I adjusted my TV settings. Um, but I really enjoyed I enjoy an ensemble cast. I tend to lean towards ensemble cast more and I really enjoy relationships in horror movies. Um, not and I'm not saying that Pearl didn't have relationships. It definitely did, like very big ones. But I liked more of the casual relationships in this movie. Sure. And I thought the characters were really fun, um, very unique. I thought the acting was very believable, and it felt very much like all the things I liked out of Texas Chainsaw, which I know you don't Aww. like Texas Chainsaw yeah. in movies like it. That's nice. Um, it felt very true to '70s horror for me, so it was very cool. fun. And I was pr- more prepared, I think, for the simmering, simmering, simmering boil over. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the only things that I can think that I didn't enjoy, I got a lot out of the sex and the violence, like boom on top Dichotomy. of each other. Yeah, I felt so unsettled. Like most of this movie, I was unsettled. Mm-hmm. And when I wasn't unsettled, I was charmed by the ensemble. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, for that reason, um. I'm going to give this nine out of 10 mediocre landslide covers. I'm sorry, Brittany. <laughs> it killed the vibe for me and I hated it. And it wasn't really your range and I just didn't like it. So she didn't like it. Just it just harsh my mellow, harsh my mellow. Um, but I overall thought this was a very, very, very good movie and nice. really, really fun. Yeah. Great kills, low budget. I like the editing. It was very fun. It just wasn't as it just wasn't as entertaining for me as I wanted it to be. And that's totally valid. Yeah. I'm really curious because Maxine is going to be different than Pearl. It's going to be different than X. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see it. I feel like I'm either going to really, really like it or be let down drastically. (laughs) I don't think we're going to be let down. I think it's going to be. I think that one of the big things you like about Pearl is it's front and center Mia Goth. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to get. But I like Pearl's character and I'm bummed that as long as Maxine is like very similar to Pearl's character, which I think she will be because they say the same things. And, you know, I think it'll be okay as long as they go that route, which I would love. We'll see. We'll find out someday. We don't have a release date. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) Maybe someday. (laughs) But that's all the X I have for you guys. That's all the kills, all the slashes, all the Mia Goth, all the prosthetics, all the special practical effects, all the alligators. It was a lot. There was a lot that happened, but there's a a fun. It's a fun movie. Well, I guess since you already know critical reception, why don't you just say it? It's like 97, isn't it? Yeah, it's like 94 for critics. And do you know audience? Mm -mm. For X, right? No, I don't. Yeah. Guess. Uh, I'm going to give it like 91. Ooh, 75. What? Yeah, 75 for audience. They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're missing. They don't know. They don't know. (laughs) 70 actually isn't bad for a horror movie, but I think what's playing well right now with broader audiences is like more supernaturally stuff. Although, yeah, supernatural. Doesn't mean you can just throw one out there looking at you, Insidious the Red Door. Oh my God, it was so bad. Don't. People didn't like it. Don't waste your time. Not to say that you, club members, if you like it, power to you. I haven't even seen it. And I'm just going to shit on it because it's fun to do. <laughs> but when it comes to the, the um, to like, I know Pearl did slightly lower on average for critical reception. But wow. was still 
was still 90s, was still very, very good. Oh, amazing. That's cool. Great. That's good to know. So don't shed a tear for Pearl. People still love it. That makes me feel slightly validated. <laughs> and I, if, if I'm putting them side by side, Pearl to me is more my movie. And I, I, I'm going to rewatch yeah. Pearl. And I think that this rewatch was all kind of filled me up. All sure. I needed out of X. It, I watched it twice. I would recommend doing that again. The X Pearl, Mac, Maxine, X, mm-hmm. then Pearl, then X again, then Pearl again, then Maxine again. <laughs> I liked it, but I'm, I'm good. Like I, that's all I needed. She's full. Yeah. Yum. Satisfied. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Satisfied. Absolutely. So where do you want to put this on our scoreboard? I don't know where the hell. <laughs> Girl. All right, let's go. To, let's see where Pearl is. Start there. Holy shit. Number five or something. Number five. <laughs> Just keep scrolling. All right, so oh, our top no. 10. Holy shit, Repo. I cannot believe. All right, so Repo is number 10. Then American Psycho, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, Rocky Horror, Jennifer's Body, Pearl at number five, Barbarian, Haunting of Hill House, number three, Ready or Not, number two, and The Thing, number one. Um, hmm. Is this top Let's 10 keep... for you? Is that what you're reading for? No. Okay. I'm like, no, it's Jesus. not. I feel like it 20s to 30s for me is reasonable. Uh, it's got to be lower than Scream. So I'm keeping it. I'm ke- having it in the same slasher category as Scream. Okay. And Scream's number low. 26. It's lower than Suspiria for, well, I don't know. Lower meaning better or worse? Lower would be worse because it's like lower on the Lower meaning count. worse. Okay. Okay. Got it. But I don't know. I think that I think for me, this is on par with Suspiria. Okay. I think I like this better than Suspiria. But is it better than Carrie? Well, the Shining. That's the problem. No. <laughs> that's men, the problem. let's compare it to men. We just watch men. Yeah. And men's number 32. I think it's hard. I do think this movie is more apples and oranges, man. More perfect than men. That being said, I do enjoy men just like emotionally more than I like this movie. I was definitely entertained more by men. But I do acknowledge that this movie is a more perfect movie. Oh, boy. More complete. I know. Oh, I think the I 20s is the answer. I think the 20s is the answer. It seems like you want to put it like in the mid 20s. So I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can in good faith put this above creep. Well, that's the thing. It's like you can't focus on one, right? You have to get like the vibe because we have such chaotic <laughs> rankings. I know. I liked- like the. The Shining uh, is down here. Like, we can't even. Yeah. It's crazy. I I don't know. And I'm the one who gave it a better rating than you, but I think it's going to go lower. I think it's going to okay. go 30s. Okay. I mean, I'm down for that. Lower, th- mid-30s? I'm gonna pu- I think it's better than Misery. I think it's better than, yeah, I think this is a good spot. All right. I like it personally. I would put this above Bly Manor. Above Hocus Pocus, of course. Above Misery. And I think those are above Misery. And that's saying a lot because I really like Misery. Above Shaun of the Dead. Well above Antichrist. <laughs> Way too high. <laughs> I would put it... They're so different. Below Silver Bullet. Above Autopsy of Jane Doe. Well, no. Below Terrifier 2. Final answer. Okay. Right below. Right below. Okay. Sounds Just good. Terrifier 2. And I would I would say X is a more quote perfect movie, like you said, than Terrifier yeah. Two. But mm-hmm. something about Terrifier Two speaks to me. <laughs> so Yeah, same. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so this is a new number forty one, right? That's a forty one out of a hundred and three. That doesn't sound good, but remember that we really like horror movies. So these are all mostly right. movies that we love. Right. True stories. Yeah. Fuck Krampus. <laughs> Amazing. Till next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. 
summertime when the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. If a daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If a daddy's poor, just do what you feel. Speed along the lane, you can dine or return at 25. When the sun goes down, you can make it big and good and lay by. When I grab people, when I dirty, when I mean, we love everybody, but we do as we please. When the weather's fine, we go fishing or go swimming in the sea. We're always happy, last we're living here, that's our philosophy. Sing along with us, diddy, diddy, ding, da, 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 yeah, we're happy, happy. Time and we'll sing again. We go driving, or maybe we'll settle down. If she's rich, if she's nice, bring your friends and we'll all go into town.